Alright, so this is the Advanced After Combat Podcast. This is brought to you by myself, Dave, my bromance partner, Jason. Hello. And a guest host who we bring on from our guild on BGG. Uh, you know, every once in a while when we decide to report record the podcast these days. And the guest host for this particular episode is Paul. Welcome back. Hey guys, how's it going? He, he's also known as Frenchie. Frenchie, the the Grim Sleeper. What else? <laughs> I forgot about the Grim Sleeper. I told my wife I, I was uh, I was up late last night, and I was like, I, I have a feeling I'm going to fall asleep before they start recording, and I'm never going to hear the end of it. Yeah, you should have brought like a coffee drink, like Bailey's <laughs> or something, or Red Bull. I've got uh, I've got some gin and ginger ale here. Once I finish this bush, so I'll be good. Yeah, so, uh, uh, Paul, what are you drinking? What do you got going on? Have you done any prep? Are you front-loaded, or are you just coming in coming in hot? No, I, I, I didn't do a lot. So we, I went to a taco place with the kids, and I had a beer, and then I had one of those dogfish head 90 minutes, But and I'm pounding a bush tall boy now. So I've had a few beers, but nothing too heavy. Jason, what are you drinking? Tequila. Nice. Wow, that's good. Jason's going to be leading the charge here, I think. <laughs> I think after this one, I'll, I'll switch to beer, but... I, yeah, got, I, I got hammered last time, and oh, it was bad. Well, as drunk as I got in our Tech Noir game, uh, <laughs> you know, I think I haven't surpassed that one in a while. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, I've got a, I've got beer. I've got a, a Kona Brewing Big Wave Golden Ale. So nice. We're gonna do some of that uh, since I did mention I'd eaten a bunch of ice cream. Uh, probably gonna hit some schnapps. I think that's a good. That's a good choice. <laughs> And just drinking it straight out of the bottle. That's basically going to be the plan. Push it over the edge there. Yeah. Just if I feel like I'm starting to fade, I'll just double down on the schnapps. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Beer and ice cream don't get along for me. So I stopped eating ice cream because yeah. I don't drink beer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm generally not a sweets person, but I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just got a little wild and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the heat. Maybe it'll help my liver. Just put some ice cream on my liver. <laughs> that's the, that's what we're going with. Yeah, so they always talk about like how drinking affects your liver, but then when I hear about people that have like really bad liver problems, like those people drink a lot. Like, it's I, a lot. Yeah, I, I drink a significant amount, but like the people I hear about having problems are the guys who drink like a bottle of booze, right, a day, right? right? So. I need to get some kind of measuring stick so I can judge like how much at risk I am. <laughs> when I got okay. my physical last year, the um, the nurse who was doing the intake, and I was honest with how much I drink, and she oh, looked at the chart. I, I always say social drinking. <laughs> yeah, social drinking. <laughs> no, I, I said I said uh, two to three per day, and then you know four to five on the weekend. And she, she looked at the chart. She goes. Well, everybody needs something. I was like, "All right, 
That's that's what we call <laughs> enabling, and I would take that. <laughs> Your medical insurance just got flagged. You got flagged. That's like when yeah. I go to the dentist and my dentist looks at my lip. And he goes, uh, "Do you dip?" I'm like, "Nope, nope." And he, he pulled my lip out. He pulled my lip out and showed it to the dental technician. Is like, "Okay, we're going to do that." Okay, that's fine. <laughs> My, my buddy did the same thing, and he goes tells the dentist, he's like, no, I don't dip at all. The dentist goes, okay, well, the dip that you don't dip, try dipping it in a different spot in your mouth for a little while. <laughs> try moving it around. <laughs> Never cop out to anything. <laughs> yeah, I went to the doctor, and I did the, the like lowest one on there. It was like, you know, like two to three per week and he, i can't read the riot act and i was like all right you fucker like no, nothing else out of me. <laughs> right. well what does your doctor look like is he a super trim guy who looks like he works yeah i need day? a i need a new doctor that's right that's my that's, problem that's right it's the doctor that's the problem yeah i mean like my father-in-law he got shot in the line of duty with lapd and uh it hit his liver and they told him yeah, so you probably shouldn't drink anymore. And then he proceeded to drink every single day for the next 40 years. You know, so. And did he need a liver transplant eventually? Yes, he did. But I'm not, a, I'm not on that place. We're not there yet. The, the funniest thing was he used to have to go, because he was on the liver transplant list, one of the rules is that you have to go to AA. Like, they make you to go to AA meetings. And wow. he he hated it. Like, cause he's this robbery detective and he's sitting in there like, Oh my God, all these fucking stories. And I'm like, yeah. How do we, th you think we feel when you tell us all your fucking stories? About your cop? <laughs> uh, got yeah. a problem. The problem is I need a new liver. Jesus. Right. Really? I mean, I think at this point, medical science should have, should have caught up by now. <laughs> this liver thing sh shouldn't be an issue. I mean, yeah. Okay. Is monkey pox a problem? Apparently that's the new thing, but uh, can we get more focused on the liver issues? I think that's, that's going to be the real. So, all right. So yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm leaning where I think you have to be like the guys who I hear about having major liver problems. Like they were hardcore. Yeah. It also sounds like we're justifying, which is, which is fantastic. Right. And we were yeah. like, I don't have a problem. I don't drink that much. And so, some of us are, Literally lying to our physicians about how much. <laughs> okay. If when you, when you lead off the doctor's appointment with like legally, you can't talk to my life insurance company. Like then you know you're in <laughs> good right. territory. Right. <laughs> and you know if you take a stiff drink and you suddenly start sweating and feeling like your liver is having trouble uh, moderating your body temperature, that's probably not a bad sign at all. So it shows it's like it's working. Working the turkey. <laughs> your liver's having trouble moderating your body temperature and processing the alcohol at the same time. That's probably not bad. Well, you know, it's like exercise makes your heart stronger, right? Like That's you just right. got to put some pressure on it every now and then. Yeah, they'll be like, Dave, your liver is huge. And I'm like, oh, that's good, right? Apparently not. <laughs> you're, you're goddamn right. <laughs> okay, so uh, we've already had Paul on before. Um, so I think we've heard his origin story. Um, anything going on that you want to talk about in general? Well, there's always stuff going on, Dave. Stuff I got work stuff i've got board game stuff i can talk about anything yes yeah, so, but nothing pressing what about you jason any pressing family <laughs> stories 
Uh, none that need to be recorded. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't remember if I've talked about it, but I'm in the, the teen phase with my younger daughter where basically we have morning arguments where I hate you. I'm le- I can't wait to get out of this house. And I'm like, I hate you too. I can't wait. Only four more years and you're out of here. Your dreams are going to come true. <laughs> and, and we're arguing about like, uh, we're arguing about like whether she should put a sandwich in her lunch or, right. Or what the maximum number of holes in a pair of jeans should be if you're going to wear them to school, you know, those kinds of things. So it's nice. It's been a lot of fun. Nice. nice. So we're dealing with that age, age level type. Yeah. She's, she's fully in the teens range. 14 year old girls are rough. Mm-hmm. It, get, the, it does get better. The And the fights between like mom and her are like epic. And, uh, oh, I can imagine. Oh, I can only imagine. Because <laughs> my, my, my approach is just like, whatever. Like, if she's rude, I'm like, go away. Like, go downstairs <laughs> somewhere else. And uh, meanwhile, my mom, my, my mom, my wife will try to make a, uh, like, a big, get a big argument about it. I just, like, ignore the kid. I'm like, just get out of here. I want to talk to you. Leave. And that solves the problem for me. <laughs> she's gone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My wife uh, told this story. She has a she has a younger brother, but she's babysitting him when he was like I don't know fourteen or something like that. And like he had only sisters, so I feel like he wanted to fight people all the time, but he wasn't allowed to. Uh-huh. So he would just get real nasty, and like he kept yelling at her. And she had like a bottle of Gatorade, and she just dumped it on his head and nice. <laughs> just shut him down. It's like a dog. He just got spray him with water. <laughs> bad, bad. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my and you know, but the problem is, I think my wife wants to always. She'll be like, uh, we have these online report cards now, so she sees instantly when they turn in assignments or when they don't yeah, turn in assignments. That's and so too much. She checks it all the time, and she's like, "Oh my, I'm just." She's like, "Well, she hasn't done this assignment." I'm like, "Let them fail." Exactly. That, that's yeah. what high yeah. school is for. I said, yeah. if you're constantly reminding them of stuff, like they're never going to learn. Like, like for our yeah. daughter, our youngest. Very talented kid. She's got a ton of stuff she wants to do going into high school. She wants to be in the band. She wants to be in choir. She does dance. It's like impossible. She wants to be on dance team at, at high school. It's just not possible with the schedule. So my wife was like, well, I don't think she should do band. I'm like, just let her do it all. And then it, there'll be all these conflicts and she'll get bad grades her freshman year because it's like mandatory attendance. If you miss events, they mark you down. And I'm like, she'll learn. But it was only her freshman year in high school. So it'll be right, okay. Right. It doesn't matter. Because if you tell her she can't do something, oh, you're going to hear about that for like years. Like, oh, you never <laughs> let me do band. And I'm like, just let her learn it. I'm not going to be responsible. I'm not going to be like yelled at for 10 years about something. So. Well, the, you get the other end, right? Where it's like, you know, they're 30 and you're like, oh, your annual performance review is coming up. Make sure you talk to your boss ahead of time. Like right. at some point you got to just stop and That's right. let it work out. Yeah, I, I read your latest performance evaluation from work, honey, and they said that your teamwork is really lacking. We should work on teamwork tonight. It's like, you're not going to be there for them for that. <laughs> like, Got to cut the cord at some point. Yeah, that's that's the hard thing, I think. And the, the whole online grade thing is not – I wouldn't have survived if they had that when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that two or three times a year check-in is a good cadence. It's plenty, yeah. <laughs> Right, and it's it's you, you give you a whole semester. semester to learn how to forge your parents' signature. You know, so that's important too. I mean, you got to build that up. You can't just go like if your handwriting's not great, it's tough to write like an adult. So I I tried in eighth grade. Um, I forged. I didn't forge the signature. I forged my report card, and I had I had a forty percent in English. Nice, which 
translated nicely into that solid 80%. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out my mom was dating my English teacher. Oof. And I didn't know about it. <laughs> and, and, the, and the guy still gave you a 40. She must not yeah. have been a very good life. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal. That was a bad when, summer. When I was a kid, I was in the Cub Scouts and I forged my parents' signature on a, uh, the, the achievement badges you could get, right? Oh, oh nice. Oh, Dave. <laughs> right. Did you learn nothing? Except trustworthy. I it. It's right I, there in the scout law, Dave. Except I did it for 30 of them at once. <laughs> and it kind of took them so, off. I think, yeah. I think they're a little suspicious. <laughs> I, but I, I earned, killed it this weekend, guys. <laughs> I earned 30. I mean, in my defense, my parents were not the type of parents who were interested in sitting down and, and going over that stuff with me. Um, they basically weren't interested in doing any of that stuff. <laughs> so I didn't have any options. But yeah, the, I think I overdid it. Like the one, I probably could have gotten away with it. 30 at once, probably not a good idea. <laughs> you got to pace yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get kicked out. I was put on probation. Nice. So I'm a I, I I do Cub Scouts for my my son. I'm like the scout leader, and there are a lot of parents who don't do anything. And I'm like trying to get them to cheat. It's like guys, just tell me you did it. <laughs> That's all I need. I cannot tell a lie. No, I won't do it. We don't have to be too honest here, guys. Just just send me an email. Say you did it. It's okay. Just do something. Yeah, you're like the other Cub Scout dens are killing us. <laughs> Falling behind. Tigers are, tigers are looking bad, guys. Tigers are looking real bad. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess you, we could do a quiz. There are quizzes. That's an Paul? option. Yeah. That's so, Paul, option. there's a quiz. Um, you're aware there's uh, you have a choice here. Um, you could either be assisted by myself or Jason. Um, totally up to you. There is a trend going. Um, I noticed that. And I feel selected. like. I feel like you guys have kind of settled into a rhythm, so oh, just okay. just to mix it up, I, wanna, I, would, I wouldn't mind. I want that, Dave. That I want rule. Dave to read, and I want to. I want to tag team with Jason. Is, you're the worst. <laughs> I hate you. All right, let me pull up the fucking quiz. All right. Somebody has to keep you guys honest. Yeah. Hi. Quiz How good are you on Visigoths, Jason? It's gonna, not, not very. It's, it's 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 gonna all be it's gonna all be bad. If there are questions about the plague. I'm I'm reading the Tuckman book, Distant Distant Mirror. So I just got through the plague situation. So looking nice. forward to those. Um, like any Eisenhower, crusades, maybe Patton. I know I know some generals. I've, we'll be we'll be good. Okay. This. Look here. Feels like Braxton's kind of question. How's the how's the ancients? You know, I know they existed, Greeks, Romans, <laughs> and whatnot. Long, long time ago, <laughs> we we Is haven't learned from we haven't learned anything either. He hammers us on all the ancient <laughs> stuff, and we I have just made, don't care. I, I have no interest. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> it's a it's a dead period of history, it's like all the other periods. <laughs> okay, so here we go. So it's the post Donkey Kong podcast quiz. It says with help for pronunciations for Jason. Oh well. <laughs> it's it's time for name that opposing commander. The Battle of Kunaxa, four hundred one BC. My commander is Arta Xerxes. I'm actually using the Jason pronunciations, and they're very helpful. Arta Xerxes the <laughs> second. I feel. Who is your Christ. commander? 
I've got Artaxerxes, 401 yeah. BC. Who's your we commander? A, we got a fucking Greek guy, Jason. Yeah. Dude, let's let's lay it out there. I don't know. Who's I Greek? got nothing. <laughs> That's right. Is does, uh, Arda, does Arda mean after Xerxes? Oh, what is, right. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Fucking Pericles, Dave. That's what we're going with. Cyrus, <laughs> Cyrus the Younger. That was my fourth guess. That's probably. That was your backup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The battle is there of Cyrus the Elder. I can only assume. It's like assume. The, the Grecian Jed. <laughs> battle of the Cannae, 216 BC. My commander, <laughs> you fucking, my commander is Hannibal. Ah, fuck you guys. I'm Hannibal. Who are you? Uh, I'm going to guess we're a Roman guy, Jason. <laughs> I, think, I, like I, I think you're tracking well. In the in, in the tradition of Jason helping the guessers, and we're, we, you guys are guessers here, uh, I would say <clears throat> it is, it is going to be a Roman guy. <laughs> no, I got nothing. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, all right, let's do let's do Fabius. Good good time period choice, but it's Gaius Terentius Varro. Oh fuck! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know her. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long night, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, the next one is Battle of the Indus, twelve twenty one A.D. My commander is Jalal Adin Mingburnu. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Jalal Adin Mingburno. So this is the Battle of the Indus, twelve twenty one AD. All right, Jason. I'm gonna go for the, the partial country credit again. I'm guessing it's gonna be an Indian dude. I have uh, uh, right? Twelve hundred. I don't know. I, I have don't no know. idea. I have no idea. I got Gen- Genghis Khan. What? Ah uh, oh, fuck. Next battle, Battle of Second Brightonfield. Man, a Brightonfield. People in Brightonfield must have been really upset living there. There's already two battles. 1642, Archduke Leopold Wilhelm Torstenson is my commander. <laughs> Who is your commander? Wow. Second this Brightonfield. This is the modern one, I guess. 1642. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is the second one. It's the later one. And this one just happened. Uh, <laughs> you, you do know your numbers. A Johan guy? I don't know. Yeah, so I'm Leopold. I am Archduke Leopold Wilhelm Torstenson. Who are you? Wallenstein. Incorrect. You are <laughs> Leonard. Apparently, Leonard Torstenson. I don't know if this is a relative wow. friend or wow. brother, brother against brother. Right. <laughs> Jeff Shar is going to write a book about it. Nice. <laughs> if he's, is he even alive? I don't even know I if he's so. alive. Okay. I assume so. Uh, the final. It's not looking good, guys. Uh, I, I think Paul may, may have made a terrible uh, judgment call here. That's all right. The final question for this section is Battle of Lookout Mountain. 1863. My commander is Carter Stevenson. Who's your commander? Battle of Lookout Mountain, 1863. And I will give a hint on this if you want one. I don't even know what side Carter Stevenson is on. <laughs> what's, the, what's the hint? Uh, it's part of the, I believe it's part of the Chattanooga campaign. Yeah, I know that. Do you think he's Union or Confederate? I'll tell you, Carter Stevenson is Confederate. Mm. Is, that, is that Hooker? Hooker? 
are we answering questions or what are we doing? <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> you, how do you feel about that, Jason? Who else was there? I'm trying to think about the game. There's a lot of counters in there. Uh, so, Paul, Paul, are, this, you, uh, are you talking from home right now, or are you at a remote location? <laughs> I'm at home. I'm at okay. home. I, uh, we've had to cut costs around here. Uh, so. <laughs> no, no more away games. <laughs> I forgot about that. We're, we're uh, doing more with less at the Shore Fighty House these days. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Hooker's fine. Let's go with so, Hooker. Oh, or Jason, Jesus. Jason. Oh, no, here. Let, 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 Jason, <laughs> let Jason chime in. I don't know. I well, I'm just trying to think of Battle Above the Clouds, but yeah, there's like, like a ton of stuff in there. There's like Crittenden uh, is overall. in there. Yeah. Because yeah. Thomas was the overall commander? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All right, Dave, Hooker. We're doing it. You are correct. It's Joseph. The good news is I'm sweating. That's your liver. I don't know if it's my liver. That's your liver starting. The good news is I think the scorekeeping is going to be a pretty easy job for me during this quiz. Oh, yeah, so I'm not really that. too. I'm not sweating the scorekeeping. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> that's one. We got one. So, We're on the board. Uh, that's right. So the next section is it's time for which fucking battle was it? Sure. I, I think it's it's funny that that Braxton in the quizzes and I haven't seen him in a while. He writes in there just he say, he's totally babying Jason. He writes in it's time for this. Like I think Jason can remember to say that part. <laughs> I would it's absolutely for, not depends, say that part. Depends on the I night. Absolutely <laughs> hey, would not say that part. Hey if guys, it wasn't in there. It's time for which fucking battle was it? So for each listed battlefield, geographic location, name the battle it is associated with. And you guys are going to do terrible on this one. Okay. All right. Thanks for the vote of confidence, That's Dave. Right. I really appreciate it. I'm just happy we have won. So <laughs> uh, the first the first geographical objective is, and there's a hint attached to this, Mount Thurion, 338 BC. Mount <laughs> Thurion. Mount Thurion. I'm guessing that's a that's a mountain. That's right. I think that's what you <laughs> Somewhere on I planet like Earth. I, that's right. I think you're, you're tracking on that. <laughs> What's, what, what kind of hint you got there, Dave? <laughs> the yeah, it, couldn't, it can't possibly help. It, it, it won't. It won't at all. It's a hint, Alexander and Philip II. Oh, that really opens things up. No, that's right. No. That, that, that reaches about a dozen battles. I Who knew there was yeah. a Philip II back then? What the heck? I think it's Alexander's dad. Oof. I got nothing. Something in Macedonia. I have no idea. It's okay. I, I love that he didn't give me a pronunciation for this, but it's the Battle of Chironia. Chironia? Ah, there you go. Yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Classic. You were that close. Classic Philip II. It's so close. <laughs> uh, next. Uh, so the next. You guys might get this one. The next one is. The terrain feature is New Park, and the year is 1314. What's the battle? New, new park. park. I guess a park. Like it's a yeah, new park. But, but not the park. old park. Right, no. No, that's a different battle. 1314, New Park. I don't know. Is this no. an Eng- England thing? 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know it either, to be honest. <sighs> Breitenfeld. Good. The first you go for the first battle of Breitenfeld. <laughs> uh, this is the this is the battle of Bannockburn. Ah, okay. I thought that All right. one, that's you know, a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. I've heard that word before. The uh, next one is Turner's Gap, eighteen sixty-two. What battle? No. Oh. Guys can get this one. I think guys have been playing some of these. Turner's oh, Gap. It's, I feel like I was just there. Turner's Gap, 1862. 1862. 1862. <clears throat> oh, fuck. West? You thinking like West? Somewhere? <clears throat> like West West? I, I no, like, like Western. Not, not like Eastern. A, like Hawaii? Comanche yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raid. Uh, oh, I feel like I should know it. Uh, I, I don't I don't know. Uh, what's a battle in 1862? Let's do uh, Turner's Gap. Fuck. What's the what's? Because uh, it's not Bull Run. I don't know. A second Bull Run. In 1862? Yeah. I don't don't think it's that. Uh, I don't know. Shiloh? Is that in 1862? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. I I got nothing. Second bull run. We're going for it. Battle of South Mountain. South Mountain. Yeah, no. That wasn't gonna happen. That's a is that a blind trip. swords? Is there a blind swords game on that? Uh, I don't know. I, there's, I mean, I think it's the Antietam campaign, right? Isn't that when they were trying to fight over the to get across the mountains against when they uh, cap, they captured the plans? The Union was trying to get uh, to. Uh, maybe that's where we remember from Jason <laughs> yeah. two years ago. It's, it's, probably part of, it's probably part of Antietam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the next one. This is a important terrain objective that was in a battle. Chu Pong Mountain, 1965. Yadrang. Paul, what's your I'm answer? I'm not even going to talk. Just let what, Jason no, Paul, that. what's your answer, Paul? <laughs> Yadrang. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Silver bayonet, baby. It's paying off. I'm okay, feeling yeah. it. It's, it's the, paying off. The next one, uh, important terrain feature, Hill 875. The year is 1967. 1967, laughing boy. Uh, right in your wheelhouse, Hill 875. There's so many hills. Yeah, I know. There's, got the, I've got the box the, right here on my desk. I could just shimmy it open a little bit. There's got to be at least 875 <laughs> hills. Well, it's, uh, it's elevation is how they numbered them. I know, Jason. I was in the Army, too. <laughs> just a little flex. We're going to get emails. <laughs> Well, actually, yeah. That's right. I hope we do get the emails about that. We'll treat them like all the emails we get. Right. Uh, you can we'll tell text. from how seriously we've been taking the rest of this quiz. That, we don't reply you know, to the emails. We <laughs> yeah, just text each other. We're like, we're like, we have an email account? Like Jason would be like, hey, we got this email about our podcast. I'm like, we still have an email account on our podcast? Shut it down, man. Shut it <laughs> that's down. That's right. <laughs> 
I mean, but then how would we get those great offers to monetize our podcast all the time that we always get? <laughs> Hi, I'm, right. I'm looking for, I'm involved in promoting podcasts and blah, blah, blah. I feel like now would be a great time to do a hard cut into an ad for a different podcast, guys. Oh, nice. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I think You're, now's I'll the time. I'll give you that one for free. <laughs> now's the time to monetize the podcast because I think right now people have tons of discretionary income that can just blow. Um... I mean, this is the time to invest in podcasts. We could sell some oh, yeah. shares. <laughs> it's the, the next... top of the market right here. I mean, the, cash the strong argument for us is we've never reduced in value in the entire time we've been around. We've never had a single reduction in value. Can you can you draw a trend line out for me, Dave? See what yeah, I'm looking at 10 right. years from now? <laughs> that's right. It's, it's, you, 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 you could probably lay a teacup on it. You'd be fine. <laughs> Um, bring bring him, Jason. Hill this is why I picked you. Hammer Hill, maybe. It's the Battle of Docto. Um, is that something Jason might have known? I yeah. might have known that. Yeah. Well, um, you guys got two. But right hey, so far? hey, to be yeah, I was going to say to be clear, there's two. That's right. Two. It's very clear. <laughs> Everyone's aware. Okay, so the next section is it's time for name that opposing belligerent jackass. Then name the opposing belligerent faction or factions for each listed battle. Oh, geez. This should be easier than general, right? Yes. Yeah, so we're going to name. Theoretically. Yeah, right. You, you, you get to just name all of them, all the people. Name of the people. So, excuse me. <clears throat> I've got the battle of. Oof, Ag- there's that ice cream. Dave, you need to lay some schnapps down on top of that. <laughs> Jason, you remember when we first started and people would like like get offended by the fact that we would like burp or right. stuff like that? Now ice. it's like yeah. no one even bothers to, to oh. complain about this stuff. No. It's all about managing expectations. You just got to set the bar pretty low and you'll yeah, jump I, right over it. And I, I think we've, we've reached our peak uh, listening audience, desired listening audience. Like we really oh, don't want sure. anyone else to just... start listening. Frankly, I think we did that a while ago. We've gone downhill. <laughs> I, I think, we, yeah, I think, I think we need less listeners at this point. That's why. That's why you called me up. Yeah, we're gonna have to call the herd. <laughs> that's right. I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I drive I, away. I was one talking, two hundred people. I was, I was texting Jason. I was like, man, we've had some pretty strong shows lately. I think we need to like call call the herd a little bit. Get some of these guys out of there. It's down time, time, time to call down to Double A and put somebody yeah, up that's in right. majors. That's right. They'll, they'll start playing the podcast. And they'll be like, Paul, forget it. I can't listen to this. I can't do three hours of this garbage. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got the snort on pushing oh, thoughts. So good. we're good. It's good. All right. So it's uh, time for Name That Opposing <sighs> Belligerent. So the battle is the Battle of Agua A Sextia. God, they had some great names for battle. Wow. Agua wow. A Sextia in 102 BC. I. No, it says name the opposing. Is this one where I'm supposed to name both of them, or I name one and you name the other? That's how. If you, you said to these... both, I would kill it, Dave. <laughs> I'm telling these you that right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay, so yeah. I'm, I'm I'm Roman. I'm the I'm the Roman. I don't read it a lot. So Reading is so easy. But no, it's it's possible that Jason's been doing this wrong the entire time. <laughs> that is that is possible. I don't have a lot of confidence. <laughs> Wait, you're, I, the, you're the Romans? Now, now suddenly I look uh, at it and I'm like, does Jason even know how to give the quiz? Like, I'm like, <laughs> I think Forget everything you listens. thought you knew about the quiz, guys. Yeah. So, Agua Sextia, 
I am the Roman Republic. Who are you guys? Uh, man. Yeah, I took the easy one. <laughs> the EA thing. I was all over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, Jason. Who are Roman's fighting with? Everybody. Everybody. Fuck. Yeah, it doesn't really narrow it down. Let's, uh, I don't know. I'm going to throw Carthage out there. That's that's your guess. Jason, I have no. Have I have no. I have no input. <laughs> I don't even know where you're waiting for Jason. No, input yeah, on that. yeah, Dave, that's my guess. That's my fucking guess. It's the Teutones, which I assume is the Germans. That's not the, huh. their old name for oh. the Germans. All right. So all right. Wrong. All right. All right. So I'll, that, give, I'll give you that one. So that was wrong. <laughs> Checks um, out. So the next battle is the Battle of Haran, H A R R A N, eleven o four A D. I am the Crusaders from Antioch and Odessa. Who are you? Yeah, this is uh, Infidel. I just played. Uh, it's the Seljuks. Yeah, I'm actually I'm playing, I'm playing the last battle in that box right now. So, Paul, what's your guess? Seljuks. Seljuk Turks, correct. Nice. Nice. Be like, oh, I'm sorry. We were looking for Seljuk Turks. That's not not going to work. (laughs) Dave, you got to work with me a little bit. Don't worry. I'm going to be sympathetic. (laughs) And I I hate this battle because I can never pronounce this correctly. But uh, this is the Battle of Poitiers, 1356 AD. I think you did well. I'm France. Who are you? Poitiers. Jason, are we England? I would assume so. Those fuckers fight all the time, right? I would, yeah. England. You're correct. England. Though technically the king of England also was the king of France. Uh, I think you're going to be wrong here. I think this is a trick question. (laughs) (laughs) If we're bringing technicalities into this, we can bring that back down to zero. It's it's hundred years war, right? So there's always Agincourt, Crecy, and I always forget that Poitiers. There's like three big ones. Uh, France won none of those. So no. <laughs> the Fran- the French were like an NBA All Star team that never all played together, <laughs> and they just could not beat like a really good like team that you know what I mean. Like the, the individually, like they were the, all really great. When the U.S. team loses at the Olympics, and it's right. like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, right. Individually, they they were great fighters and just not an army. So, okay. So the next one is the Battle of Piacenza, seventeen forty-six. Piacenza. I am Austria. Who are you? Piacenza. Hmm. Austrians. That... I'm the Sounds Austrians. like that game that uh, they were playing at Donkey Kong. Who I was? No, that that. Uh... I don't know what era that was. Oh, that giant, oh, that, like, that uh, bizarre Austrian dream. succession the or red something sash, like that. Sash yeah. or whatever that thing is. It looked good. Cool. Look cool. You're the Austrians? I'm the Austrians. Who What's the name of the battle again? Battle of Piacenza, 1746. It sounds Italian. It, it does. does sound Italian. But there was no Italy. There was no Italy. Some, we got to pick somebody else. <laughs> <But> unfortunately, unfortunately <laughs> there was numerous countries that were in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's actually two choices I think I can accept for this. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say bourbon. Is, is Italy one of them? I can't answer that, Jason. I like bourbons. That's what I'm gonna say. Bourbons? Yeah. So we're saying French? 
or Spanish. So, no, technically, you're or right. Spanish. It, it is. You are. It's because it, this is the this is the war of Austrian succession, and Bourbons are Spain and France, and that's yeah. both of your choices. So that's good. But I'm only going to give you one correct answer, even though you both. <laughs> wow. wow, you cross the streams. <laughs> strong, strong. Okay, okay. Now this one's interesting. Battle of the Little Bighorn, 1876. U.S. It's, U.S. It's, no, I'm the U.S. You, you have I to said name, it first. I said it first. <laughs> Claimed it. Planted a flag. And you're going to have to name two out of the four tribes that were at the battle. Oh. Maybe if uh, Backdoor and I had finished that cute game, I would have learned a little more. So it's named two out of four tribes. Is that what this is? Is that, is that what that's on? It was uh it's like a Plains Indian war game, so I assume there's oh, a like the whole thing. card in there somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Comanches. Are you guys working together on this or is Paul? Yeah, we're we're working together. That. Okay. So you guys are still so you guys are still I, I uh, whipped it out, Dave, and I'm just <laughs> Jason, you got anything on this one? I I'm just saying stuff. But... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you guys are brainstorming. Yeah, Comanche, but the Comanche—they're like in Oklahoma, though, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Are they? Are the Comanche in Oklahoma? I think so. Really? I don't know. I don't they're so. all over the place. I have no idea. I have no idea. They ended up in Texas at one point, so. I think you're thinking of Cherokee. Sure am. <laughs> that's right. That's what we're talking about. Sure am. <sighs> I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll do, don't worry, listeners. We'll dox Jason after this episode. Yep. Yep. You guys can send your complaints. I'm canceled. Ooh, I'm canceled. Cheyenne. Let's do some Cheyenne. Cheyenne. I like and, that. And Comanche. That's my two guesses. Okay, so uh, you got one right. Cheyenne was correct. The other two, the other three are Lakota and their, and their annoying brothers, the Dakota. <laughs> oh, duh. Yeah. That's right. They, they're right there. This is before they fought the battle between the North and South Dakotas. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, and you, all right, And then you have the Arapaho. We maybe could have got that mm, one, Jason. Yeah, <laughs> should have tucked it out a little bit more. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you were so zeroed bailed. in on Comanches. This is so like Comanches are clearly in like you live in Arizona, isn't that near where the Comanches were? They're like Texas and like yeah, like New, New Mexico, Mexico. I guess. Yeah, it's a you know. I was like, they're Jesus, on horse, they're on horseback. They can I said, if fast. Jason gets Navajo, I'm not going to know no, what I the just, fuck. No, to no, no. I was going to say, they're not Hopi. They're not Navajo. Dene, excuse me. Yeah. Oh. I got nothing. Oof. Right. We're, we're, we got something, right? You, you've got three, one. Three. You got Cheyenne. No, you're at six, by the way. Do we get a point five? You know, you get, you get, oh, it said name two out of four. Yeah, I'll give you a point. Whatever. <laughs> Hell yeah. So you had six. <laughs> so now this is the only thing that I'm happy about. Oh, now fuck it's, me. it's bonus time. <laughs> I forgot about this. And I'm confused as to how this whole bonus thing works. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm torn by the. There's never been a two out of four question before. I think I like it though. Because you had tribes. Ma, ma. Otherwise, what are you going to say? Native Americans? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Or some other inappropriate term that would get us canceled. Yeah. <laughs> so bonus questions are. Do you be like the South Dakota Commanders? Wow. Is that allowed? Okay, let's no, that. that's not allowed. <laughs> 
I mean, we've we've said commander like seventeen times, so I think it's okay. It's been all through this quiz, but that one time I can't say commanders. How about guardians? Can we say the guardians? <laughs> I know that's their word. Now, I, now I have to edit. We're not, letting use, we're not allowed to use that word. <laughs> Only they can use the word guardian or commander. <laughs> I have you know I have I have you know I am I am part Creek Indian. So. We're not doing this. I, I tell people that we're not I, doing this. when we're I feel like I've said something offensive and I want to get away this. with it. <laughs> that's that's my mo. Oh, bonus questions are at the end of the Jason, quiz. Jason's not ready. We got to move on. <laughs> uh, there's no. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go any further because I think Jason's starting stressed out. <laughs> Um, they are bonus, meaning <laughs> he's, he's so off his game. <laughs> he was just teeing you up a little bit tossed. Um, <laughs> he's googling legal liability for podcasts. <laughs> Sue us. We do you guys have an LLC, said, or is this going to be do. like a personal liability problem? No, for it's, you? it's on Jason's name. It's on Jason's no. name. I'm an employee of Jason. <laughs> it's under it's under the LLC that has zero assets, so we're all clear. You get, to, you get to seize all those Amazon credits. Uh, not even that. They took that away, too. <laughs> well, we have figured out how to do something that takes up so much of our time that we make no measurable money from at all. That's crazy. Yeah. Negative money. It costs us money. I mean, we have bonus questions and zero money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what did you what did you call it in, in your blog? It was. Uh... Oh, Jesus. I texted you about it. Me? Dave? No, Dave. I, was like, I don't have a blog. <laughs> you don't have a blog. Well, we've always said we make zero money, but how do we make up for it? Volume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you looking at your text messages now to try to pull that up? I am. Hey, hey, Jason, you have a whole audience that's waiting to hear what the bonus questions are. Can we get focused here? I'm so the one who count, edits these this. Count I can for I can... me and not against me, right? Okay, that's, yeah, Paul. That's, that's okay, Paul. Summary. Yeah, Paul. Why don't you explain? So, so I'm sorry, Paul. So, oh, we uh, found a way out. The guest is <laughs> the guest. Finally, no. I, I'm going to slip off the push to talk button. I'll find it again. All right. The guests actually have to do something. So these questions will count for us if we get them correct. They will count against us if we get them incorrect. Right. Uh, and that sure basically that? sums it up. So yeah. it's like a really bad bonus. Like this doesn't sound like a great bonus. <laughs> it's really just more questions. So this but bonus. One, that's yeah. right. But they count the same as everything else. Okay. So, All so right, this, I'm with you. This one is a one of my more favorite. More favorite. I'm not gonna say <laughs> more favorite or it's where the fuck was I killed? Oh, that's good. Right? Nice. So name the battle where each listed military commander was killed. Marcus Licinius Crassus. Crassus right. We're coming in hot off that half point, Jason. <laughs> Jason, are you wearing headphones? Yes. I don't think I'm, Paul is. I'm getting echo from somebody. Yeah, I think it's Paul. Are you I've, got a, I've got a headset. Let me see. Check, check, check. Let's see, sometimes it is me. Let's see what we're doing here. This is my life, man. All I do is video meetings now. So you're locked in. Same. We have noticed that it's been much better. All of the audio is much, much better since the, <laughs> the pandemic. So, I mean, there is an upside to the pandemic. Everyone's figured out how to use their computers. I think there's a few upsides. Marcus Licinius Crassus. 
All right. Uh, and the hint is Crassus had molten gold poured down his throat. Oh, Jesus. A rough way to go. Yeah, witch battle. That's some uh, Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a dude that died somewhere in the world, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're still getting that. Uh, I have no idea. Zero on it. Um, I don't know. I feel like I need to look this up for my own edification later. Can A. There we go. Uh, it's Car A. So no. <laughs> so close. One vowel. Well, well yeah, there's like a difference in letters score I could get, maybe. <laughs> right. So I think the distinction is it's the Parthians that killed him rather than the Carthaginians. All right. He went out to fight Parthia. I think he was one of the, the triumvirs. He was the super, right. he was the super rich one. Yeah, I can't take it with you unless it gets poured down your throat. <laughs> Molten. That's right. <laughs> Apparently he died at Heron. Callback. Nice job, Braxton. Yeah. So the next one is Publius Quintilius Varus. There's a hint. There's a hint if you want it. Dave, lay it on me. <laughs> Varus, give me back my legions. <laughs> Was he talking to himself or somebody else said that to him? Well, I think, yeah, I mean, maybe, I mean, it's a really bizarre sentence if he's talking to himself. Are you, the, are you saying, there, Lord? It's me, no, Varus. Yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to diagram that sentence for you, Jason. Varus, give me back my legions. That seems multiple personalities at that point. Okay. He's accusing himself of stealing his own legions and not giving them back to him. I don't know a lot about Ancients, maybe there's several Vari. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't the, know, Dave. The Battle of the Teutoburg Forest. Wow. All right. I think he'd marched his, his legions into the woods and the emperor, he got all ambushed by the Germans or something. They wiped them out. And so then the emperor yelled that. He basically wasted his... Varus never gave a formal response to the, that demand because he was probably dead. Um, Gustavus Adolphus is a commander who was killed. What battle was he killed at? Wow. We've had this one before and I got it wrong every time. <laughs> Somewhere in Germany, I'm going to guess. I don't know. Hmm, I don't know. And I've probably read the correct answer if Dave got it wrong. <laughs> Breitenfeld. That's real. We're all. That's the new linebacker. Is that what we're <laughs> Breitenfeld? Breitenfeld. Operation Breitenfeld. It's the Battle of Lutzen. Okay. All right. Thirty that years war. Thirty years war. Battle of Lutzen. Gustavus Adolphus. I love when I read the answers because then I can sound like, oh, I can't believe you guys did that. Idiots. I need to find another podcast. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Albert Sidney Johnston. Now this one, you guys should get. Albert Sidney Johnston. Where did he die? What battle? And I will give a hint on this one. Okay. Just if you guys can't guess it. Hit us. A war game just a, a war game just came out on this battle. Yeah, that's kind of what I was where I was going. Somewhere in Kentucky? I think Can't it's Shiloh. I think it's Shiloh. Shiloh? 
Yeah, that that Great Battles game just came out. Sure, let's and, do and it. Braxton's all about those games. Shiloh. Okay, I'm going to give you guys half a point on that one because I think a pretty good clue on that. Oh, one. come on. Oh, that Braxton, what? Did, Braxton didn't give that clue? <laughs> no, I gave that oh. one too. Because <laughs> you guys were not going to guess that one. Uh, John Sedgwick. Where did he die? Sedgwick? I want to say this is the you couldn't hit an elephant from this range, that range quote. But I could be wrong. And then he got popped. Yeah. Sedgwick, give me back my legions. Sedgwick! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, with a name like Sedgwick, you kind of assume he's going to survive the war. Like, Sedgwick doesn't sound very warlike. Or like, die day one. (laughs) Killed killed by his own troops. I don't know. I don't know, Jason. Uh, I don't know. Wilderness. Oh, I like that. Spotsylvania. That's in the wilderness, right? Yeah, it is, but it's not the same battle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the battle of Spotsylvania Courthouse. Dave, Dave could I? Could we settle on a quarter point nope. for that one? <laughs> Plus, I gave Just you give a us clue. the other half. The, the other clue I gave you cancels up. Yeah, so he was he was up there and he's 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 striding around. And he's like, "Why are my men dodging like this? Like what?" He's like trying to shame them. He goes, "Why are you dodging like this? They couldn't hit an elephant at this distance." And then before he could, so they say. It's not true that he never finished the sentence. He could they go, although the line was among his last words. <laughs> yeah, he was shot under the left eye, mortally wounded. Oof. Wow. Yeah. Better than getting gold poured down your throat, I guess, but uh, yeah. doesn't sound great. So yeah, his aide said, General, they are firing explosive bullets when his face turned slow meat to me, and blood spurred his from the left his left cheek under the eye in a steady stream. And he stated Sir, I have a boo-boo under my eye. <laughs> wow. Put that on the headstand. Right. Yikes. <laughs> boo-boo. I mean, I don't know if that's history. It's not official, probably. But who knows? I mean, did they, did they really I mean, say... I mean, we weren't, we weren't if there, I, Dave. If I never say know. boo-boo in my life, I'll be okay. I mean, did, yeah, did they, did they really say nuts at Bastogne? Like, who knows? That sounds very of the time. Boo boo sounds a little. Uh, I think it's more likely that uh, he said, "Go fuck yourself," and yeah. the media was like, "Yeah, we can't say that." Yeah, so uh, so I think I'm looking at it. It looks like you guys have a six point five. Hey, that's not correct. terrible. Yeah, I, I had that one, and I was set. I was like, "We're good." Oh yeah, that, that was your that was your high point. I'm walking off tall. Everything after that was gravy. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to go get some beers, and I'm going to go get that bottle of uh, small bottle of uh, peppermint schnapps. I like it. And try to drink that on air and see how that Oof, goes. Wow. Committed. No, it's it's homemade, so it could actually nice. kill me. I'm not sure. Like somebody <laughs> – an, another like, Missourian made it for me. Wow. I, you're really selling Missouri now. Oh, yeah. That, no, they, that... they all have stills. They all have their own stuff out here. They all make their own wine and and moonshine and – Schnapps. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's break. Drink, drink I'll break. get some ice cubes and a bottle of schnapps.
Switching to guns. Got a high life. Nice. Yeah, so let's talk so we can figure out if Paul's the one that has the, the bad sound. Yeah. Is it both of us? Can you hear when I'm talking and you're let's talk at the same time? Talk, 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 talk. It's obviously Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes what will happen with me is I'll have my monitor speaker on too. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that'll give me some feedback. Who knows? Well, I wonder if it's that's so just too loud. So I've got peppermint schnapps. Oof. And I've got butterscotch schnapps. Wow. That sounds good. I like butterscotch. So it says created by skilled artisans in Mexico, Missouri. Love it. Artisans. <clears throat> I know the artisans. Yeah. Um, Are they? Are, would you? Is that how you would describe them? If you're not a hundred percent. Okay. So I would say <laughs> That's that. fair. That's fair. I mean, what do I know? You know, the problem when you look at a lot of this uh, configuration stuff for sound, they have a lot of details in these things that I don't understand. Right. Just give me headphones or monitor. Yeah. Attenuate. Uh, default jitter buffer? What's a default jitter buffer? <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. Position Paul, we, we, de- we determined that the echo is from you. Me? Yeah. We're not sorry. 100%. I'm not 100%. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's, <laughs> it's not that bad. It's only every once in a while. It could also be Jason, and maybe I was just trying to be nice and not make a bigger out of it. <laughs> I'm but a, I can hear. Always blame the guest. I get it. Yeah, Paul, yeah. do you do you hear anything? Or does it sound like it's perfect for you? It sounds perfect. Oh, you just gave it away, buddy. <laughs> you never admitted to that. Because now we so you are. <laughs> All right, so I've All got right. some I've got some butter snaps snaps here, butterscotch snaps. I'm gonna take a sip out of this bottle. It's a small bottle. All right, Dave. That I've sounds got some, good. I, I dug I dug deep. I've got some apple and pear schnapps. Wow. Deep in the is liquor it, cabinet. Is it like pucker or is it like uh No, this is uh, legit. One? This is legit. Pete Gate approved. Dude, this shit is really good. Stand by, folks. This is going to be a really crazy podcast. Yeah, butterscotch sounds good. It's got like no kick to it at all. I bet not. I took a slug from the bottle. I got that. I got some apple taste in there. Uh-huh. Some lic- liquor taste. Notes of liquor. It's pretty good. <laughs> no, it's I mean, liquor. Should I be concerned that there's not a proof label on this thing? Like, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't sweat it too much, it's, Dave. It's homemade. That's well, right. folks, we're gonna find out. I, <laughs> okay, Dave, couple, Dave, an hour. I don't think there's any chemicals in there. Hopefully, you don't just, go uh... blind. <laughs> it, ta- it tastes actually really good, like butterscotch, like f- syrup, almost like Werther's. <laughs> no, it's you're right. No, that's exactly what it tastes like. That's good. I love it. That's. A Werther's. that's That'll be the hint when you die. He died with molten Werther's <laughs> poured down his throat. Yeah, right. And he had a boo-boo under his eye. Surrounded by butterscotch schnapps bottles. Empty. Schnapps, schnapps, schnapps. Paul, you would know this. Schnapps. It's schnapps. Schnapps. Yeah. Paul was probably secretly giggling to himself every time I would say schnapps. He's like... I couldn't do it out loud because it like, would echo. He's Look at this... Look at this joker. Oh, wow. I just took another drink from it. It's pretty good. Uh, this would be dangerous. This, this is probably illegal in most states because kids could just buy this and just drink it. It's that, it's that sweet. There's like no vapor to it at all. 
You better be alcoholic, otherwise I'm going to be really embarrassed. Like this. <laughs> Empty just, calories. Yeah, just Martin, that. Martin's going to be like, "Yeah, I sent you that for your ice cream." Like, <laughs> what did you think it was? <laughs> Why was it in the same box with the liquor? Oh, let's see. Eat some okay. ice cream, a bottle of butterscotch. So oh, yeah. go there straight go. to bed. <laughs> well, it is warming me up now, so I think it is yeah. definitely uh, alcoholic. Uh, yeah, little flesh. So, uh, so yeah, so that was the quiz. I think you guys did an adequate job. I mean, we've had worse. It's my middle name. Quizzes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we've had a lot that were way better, but I mean, that is, it's, it's. I I, I could say it was towards the middle of the pack. But that yeah, would be a lie. Could. That would be yeah. a lie. It's, it's not. Let's be honest, folks. Wow. You guys know. Wow. You guys were listening from home and in your cars. You know how they did. It, it was fucking entertaining, though. It was. And great. And also kind of, uh, I think it's kind of a dick move for Braxton to put in two Vietnam questions, totally catering to Jason. <laughs> I mean, compared to the broad stretch of I didn't work out. Milita- I didn't com- get them both right, though. <laughs> I know, but compared to the broad stretch of military history, the yeah. idea that two of them would be yeah. Vietnam is ludicrous. <laughs> I don't even think there are any World War II or World War One questions. Too many. Uh, I don't think podcast. so. Yeah, um, yeah. He did Civil War. Uh, no Napoleonics. I don't think. No. Don't yeah. Just hundred years war, thirty years war. I mean, I'm trying to remember as the butterscotch snaps slowly mm, sticks its tentacles into my brain. Yeah, love it. All right. So, I mean, I uh, think like even when I did the podcast last time, there was like some World War One. There was some. I don't know. Like then the the quiz is really come into its own in the last few years it's uh it's an intense endeavor yeah he's definitely making more challenging i don't know how he does it i i've tried to sit down and write some just to kind of help out and i get like three senses and i'm like fuck all, this all, all i can <laughs> say is all i can say is thank god he does it i know he's a gem yeah i appreciate it and uh, some i mean i get, i was okay this time but there are times where i've given him very little <laughs> notice for quiz he's, he's his own life I like he to does. think of that as his bonus life. Yeah, he, he gets that outside of the podcast. We let him have that other life he can live. It doesn't it doesn't count for him, but it doesn't count against. That's him. That's right. It's just bonus. It does count against him. It just it just comes in addition to everything else. We've all we've all learned that that's true. Um, okay, so uh, Paul, what kind of games have you been playing lately? We're going to do a recap of Swolcon towards the end, just so we can make Jason feel bad that he couldn't come. Yeah. Um, but uh, what other games have you been playing besides what you actually played at SwoleCon or DonkeyCon or now SwankyCon, whatever people want to call it? <laughs> SwankyCon's where it's at. So I've been doing. Uh, Paul, I, I do just want to acknowledge that I heard the fuck that fuck that guy, and I, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate you. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. No, I've been I've been doing a lot of a lot of online gaming. So there's been since uh, DonkeyCon, I I've been doing a lot of online 18xx and innovation the bga stuff in the guild so doing a lot of that um i when i kind of awoke from my uh time away from gaming i did a lot of asl and i'm still still got a couple of those games going doing some paths of glory illusions of glory stuff so so all kinds of stuff i mean kind of on a world war one kick lately but but yeah i've seen you post about your paths of glory game is this something you played before you just started to get into or no so i played i played with blair like a few years ago um and i tried to solo um pursuit of glory the like uh near east one right and then they had a outside the boat there was like a play by email tournament of paths of glory and i i was like whatever i'll try it out um 
and I, I enjoyed that game and the guy was like pretty reasonable. Um, so I started doing some more in the guild and, and it's been fun. Like I'm not a huge CDG guy, but um, I just was kind of looking for something World War One strategic that's not, you know, too long to play. And, and so trying to get back into that stuff. I liked I liked that game. And uh, I mean, there was a time where it was like one of the King Kong games that was out there. It was a huge, hugely popular. And then it's like there's this weird I feel like there's been this weird backlash against it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty divisive. I feel like and I don't know, like the guy, the first the guy I played in the first round of the tournament, like he he destroyed me. But like, you know. He was pretty reasonable, and like I feel like there's, it, it's got that like community of people who are like hardcore into it, right? Mm-hmm. Like and and super gamers, and then like I was playing with Rich, and it's like we play some events, and I don't know, like like it's not super, it's not like we're playing chess, like it feels more like World War One, but like we would probably both get our clocks cleaned against like people who that's all they do, a champion, yeah. a champion yeah, player. Yeah, we're not champions. <laughs> yeah, and and so the idea with that one is you have the like if I remember correctly, you have like the three different sets of decks like based on where in the war yeah, you are. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I thought I always thought it was cool. It's the same way. I like Napoleonic Wars. Uh some people don't like it, but you know, years ago that was one of the big games that was out and Oh yeah. We played it and we enjoyed it. So it's kind of like but I feel like it's weird with Pesagor cuz that's one of the first uh war games I think I played when I was getting back into war gaming and I really thought it was super cool because I'd never played a game that was run by cards like that. And I thought these were really interesting ideas. And, uh, and you know, especially with a World War One game where it's like, how many different choices can you have, you know, because it is eventually going to be like static, at least in the West. And uh, it, it did a good job of giving you different choices and different options without feeling like the game could just go off the rails. Yeah, and that's what was kind of fun. So like in Rich and I's game, there's like a whenever you start digging trenches in that game. So like there's, there's trenches, right. And that, that like is a combat shift for both sides. Right. So it's a big deal on the Western front, right? but you, but somebody has to play an event to start that. And like rich and I both, the first time we had that card didn't play the event. And then for whatever, like just by luck of the draw, we like neither one of us drew it again for like five or six turns. So wow. like on the West front, it was like a lot more thrust fluid than it thrust. would have been historically. Yep. So yeah, it's, cool. it was, you know, it's kind of fun. Like the, you know, I was just like, shit, let me, I really want that card back. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. But it just didn't work out. No, I thought I've always liked that game. What else? What else are you doing? So I started, um, I have a couple games from that 1914 series. There's like the West Front one. I, I, I don't know how to pronounce French words, like offensive odds, you <laughs> yeah, know, right, like that right. stuff. And then there's the Serbian one. So I set that up to solo um, and I'm through maybe five or six turns out of 40. And, and that's, um, I, I tried to set the Western front up one just cause I like the theater better a few times and it's, it's just big and, and I like bounced off it, but mm-hmm. it's been working pretty well. So I, I, who knows, right. I'm soloing it. So I may be totally <laughs> not playing it. Right. But it feels about historical where like the first couple turns as the Austrians, I was like, I got this, like we're, <laughs> we're going to conquer Serbia. Right. And then like all your troops like wear out and you've got to pull back and, and it's, and now we're kind of like the Serbs are counterattacking and it's, it's, it's been fun. I like that game. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I've looked at those quite a bit because I think they they look into like a, there's a bunch of different World War ones ones that I've looked at. I, I I'm I've never been like a huge guy into World War One, but like yeah, I mean, I have thought it might be interesting. I, I but basically, Paths of Glory is probably the only one other than like the Grizzled or whatever that game was. <laughs> that <I've done. laughs> yeah, and I have uh I have a couple of those. 
I'm trying to think those, uh, you know what I'm talking about? The ones where the box is like a yeah, gradient. Like, it's like yellow. Is this yeah. Yellow box? Yeah. I've got a couple of those where they have like the little pie piece kind of hexes, but I haven't, I haven't played any of those, but oh. yeah, I don't know. What so else? that's, that's what I've got. I did Paz Glory did that. And then, um, I'm playing Rick Galley, so we're doing a ASL game, which is Italians on Russians, and I'm the Italians, and and, and Rick is just destroying me. Um, okay. Like you know, we'll we'll finish it up, but I'm I'm not feeling great about that game. Um, and then Abe and I, um, we played a night ASL scenario a few months ago, and then we're just getting set up. We're gonna try another. I haven't done any of the Korean War stuff. Oh yeah. Um, cool. So there's a scenario in there that's like what you're looking for is like 50 Chinese squads against like six U.S. squads or something nice. like that. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So at, at night, and I'm you know you have the bugles and everything. So so we're getting and, set and up do for they that. Have flares and all that stuff. Still? Yeah, trip flares, all That's that cool. stuff. So the and the, and the U.S. guys you know have some of those like quad 50s and and stuff. So I'm the Chinese, so it'll be fun to. And I'm trying to remember back. I think there's like when you shoot, then other units can see you. Yeah, just like yeah, snap exactly. fire or something like yeah, that. Or... Yeah, yeah. So once you've got like a prep fire or a first fire counter, you're visible. See, Jason, there's a lot of cool rules, and there's oh, like, I, and, yeah. and there's fun stuff where it's like if you shoot a captured MG, mm-hmm. it's like a sniper roll for the other side, right? Like because oh, they, cool. they think you're, you know, like like just just fun little shit like that. Like the night rules are. I was always I, I'm not like a huge ASL guy. But I was always kind of intimidated by the night stuff, and then Abe and I were just like, "Fuck it." Well, we played one which is like I think I was Italians and he was New Zealanders, right? And uh, and he he destroyed me. But it was like like whatever, we'll figure this out. And, yeah, and it wasn't just, too bad. Once there's we just cheat did it. sheets, there's cheat sheets you can have that kind of go over the night rules. And yeah. like you said, once you play that, when the first time you're going back to it, you're like, "Okay, I need the hour before this game read all these night rules to make sure." I yeah, remember. and, and I unit, think like, units like, can get lost. Can't units yeah, get lost? Yeah, too? there's like straying and and, straying, and yeah, that's what it yeah, was. yeah. So it's it's not too bad. And and like I I did a glider scenario and i feel like once you kind of have the basic stuff down in asl it's like not as long as you're not doing like four new things at once it's okay you know like you can you can add one or two things and it's not not too bad that's cool yeah i've got the one for soul so that's what i'm didn't you and pete play that i don't know if we, i don't think we have played it yet pete has not been available for asl lately so i don't um... know if he's got hockey or what he's doing um <laughs> But I have that one. I have, I have Corregidor. Like I have a lot of cool ASL stuff. Yeah. And it gets to yeah. the point there where you you keep buying it, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not playing any ASL right now. So like, why am I still buying ASL products? So yeah, that's its own game, right? Like I I bought the I haven't shipped yet, but I bought the what's the new one that came out like Manila, right? Yeah, I think and it's I think I, I, I don't know when it. I would ever get to that, but. You know, Dude, I'll file it away. Here's the sad thing. <laughs> I, have it. I, I don't even know if I passed on them yet. I'm like, I think I did buy that. Like, I'll think, oh, I didn't buy that. And then I said, oh, yeah, I did. It's right there. Like, you know, sometimes the buying can get out of control. Where you start well, that's to... what happened to me with Hollow Legions. Like, I pre-ordered it at some point, like, three years ago. And then I was like, oh, shit, Hollow Legions is coming out. I ordered it. And then, like, two weeks later, my pre-order showed up. And it's like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the good news is that that's a resale. Yeah. You can yeah. sell, yeah. sell yeah. products. Like my problem was, I ordered two copies of Into the Woods, from, and I was like, "Fuck!" So I got this. I was like, "I got a box. It's four games." I'm like, "That's awesome." I'm like, "Okay, it's Pacific War, and 
this game and now two copies of Into the Woods. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Because the way GMT's uh, pre-order shit is set up yeah, when you look at your account, yeah. it's hard to fucking tell. Like, I don't know. They need to upgrade their shit. Frankly. Yeah, I've had that. I I feel like once every year I'll go through and just like, and it, every time I find at least one. Where like I'll scroll through that whole list of like P five hundred stuff and yeah. it's like wait a second I feel like I just read that. Why is there they... two of those? <laughs> well, but and even the ones that have already shipped and charged still show up on my pre order thing where I'm just yeah. like yeah. why is that still on there? I've had that game for like a year. All right. Any others? So Jason and I we play we started a Vietnam scenario and I so I'd never played this. Um, I went to. New York one time and, and Claystone and B motor playing it. And that uh-huh. was like my only real Vietnam exposure, but you know, everybody in the guild loves it. So I, I, I'd always wanted to try it. So I got the reprint and I have the old one too, just, just like to have a spare, I guess. Of course but, we all do. Um, <laughs> but Jason and I started that and I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Um, and I feel like just like, it's not super rules heavy, but it, it felt like we had, we had like, I don't know, four or five combats, something like that. Right. And it felt like we saw the whole like spectrum of different stuff where it was like one where I had one stack and I just kept rolling the pursuit and I just like fucked him up. And then I had another combat where I had like four stacks and I planned it out and everything. And then he just like walked away. It's like, motherfucker. <laughs> which, which one did you guys do for the scenario? What scenario? <sighs> I can't, it's like Result for i Masher? Masher? No, no we didn't. Masher Battle for i or something like that. I, I mean, we've talked about it. it. The great thing about the scenarios is you can do one, and then you're like, okay, let's just go do the campaign now. Yeah. And that's what yeah, we talked about. Because every operation is so different. I mean, we, we just, with my, my game with uh, Hollywood, we, I transferred it over. We have not gotten back to playing just because busy and doing different stuff. But we need to continue that one. We're doing Warzone C. That's the one we're doing. Oh. There we go. But yeah, it's like around Saigon. And oh, so like cool. you have some different terrain. Like there's there's a little bit of like the you know hilly terrain in the north, and then you have like all the you know like Mekong Delta kind of stuff on the other side of it. There's a lot of jungle around there too. Some right? cultivated, some yeah. Let's get it. Yeah, a little bit of everything. It's a tight area. Yeah, that's a good one. Now is but yeah, a, with the U.S. Is it like just I, north of Saigon, or where's the area you're fighting over? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of roads too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and like, it's funny because you start the turn and it's like, I have all these guys. I have no idea what I'm going to do with them. And then it's like, you get to the end of the turn. And it's like, God damn it. Like, I don't I have enough wasted guys. That, <laughs> yeah. I hadn't wasted that one stack earlier. I like, I could really get him. But. Yeah, those are those great moments. Like turn two, where Hollywood realizes he only has about six U.S. replacements left. And I've got like the entire VC force uh, unactivated. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, you're going to run some more operations, dude? Because I'm about to start fucking killing off some U.S. units if it gets much lower. Yeah, and that's – I think – I feel like that's what happened with ours was because Jason had set up – I think it was like in a town or something. And I kind of like rolled in to do this set-piece battle at the beginning. And I blew like a bunch of air points and all this stuff. And like he like rolled me. And then I was like, uh, there's a lot of <laughs> – a lot of guys oh. I haven't activated yet, and maybe yeah. I need to like you slow did a, down a like little a bit. Security operation. Yeah, and like like it was just it was more like a classic. Like I had a stack of guys like with some artillery, and I just like kind of went up, and we just went at each other. And and Jason won that one, and then I was like, I need to like dial it back here. <laughs> like it's a long because we it, it was almost like one for one rebels. Mm-hmm. Like I can yeah. do this all day with my yeah. PC guys. Yeah. Well, right. yeah, we can we can trade rebels. That's fine. That's right. Then I learned the value of the Arvin Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the Arvin Rangers—they are important. Why don't, why don't you guys get out in front there? 
That's right. <laughs> Take some of those uh, Arvin losses. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's we've talked about it. So yeah, much, but it's, yeah, it's, but I I haven't played it, and it was it was a, it's a great it's a great game. So got that ASL World War One. What else is going on? I feel like I feel like I've got a bunch of stuff that's kind of like I you know I I have this problem where like I I don't play, and then I'm like oh I've got five things I want to do, and then it's like you start trying to schedule the vassal, and it's like wait a second, like <laughs> you seem like you've been pretty active though. I mean you've been more active than me. I'm having like my problem is I have stuff. I used to play a lot on Friday nights, and now I've got stuff coming up all the time on Friday that I have to do either with kids or so yeah it's, yeah it starts to yeah I'm still you know I'm still lucky where like my kids go to bed at like eight o'clock right so I can I can do stuff after that. It's just basically a wife tolerance limit that i run into at a certain point but right. benadryl have you tried benadryl that's good. <laughs> good. how about not caring oh, yes that's good i mean look at jason jason's been married for a long time that's right but there, is a, there is a lot of complaints both though. times were that's quite right. a long time <laughs> yeah maybe jason's not the best example <laughs> i might not be the best example either. <laughs> our, our advice would be get it right the second time that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, if you can do it in one, good for you. So, Jason, you know, what about you? One. What have you been doing for Morgan? Yeah, Vietnam with Paul. Like he said, it's it's so good to get back to it. I'm uh, sure you've had a heavy RPG schedule, but I know there is some wargaming still going on. There's some wargaming, and I've um, I'm on the last uh, Infidel battle. I'm I want to play all the battles in the Meta of Iron Tripack box. So I've done, I think every, I didn't, I don't think I finished the last one of um, Blood and Roses, but I've done all the Infidel ones and then I'm going to go on to Men of Iron. So lots of, lots of Men, Men of Iron opposed and solo. As a, as a side note, I, I feel like I'm doing a lot of Cavalier drinking of this butterscotch schnapps and I'm worried there's going to be like a, <laughs> it's like going to catch up. Freshman year in college, uh, throwing up in the bathroom, <laughs> bad experience here, like Jägermeister, <laughs> one of these Goldschlager. Somebody needs to hold your hair back, and <laughs> <laughs> I am. It's gonna setting, feel. It's gonna feel bad in the morning. It, it's it's setting off alarm bells for me. That I'm, I'm like, well, that bottle's half gone. <laughs> now, in my defense, it's a small bottle. It's a tiny. It's a little. It's not a gigantic bottle. It's about the size of a. So, like a know. quart or a pint. I'm gonna say this, and I don't want to sound like a bad father by saying this, but it's it's almost the size of a small baby bottle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's my point of reference, though. So. Yeah. And that's really I, it for me. A lot of a lot of solo men of iron, and it's just it hits the spot. Well, good. I've been doing. Uh, we so uh, uh, Jim Robinette came up here with his wife. She had an event, so they lived down in Springfield. So they came up to visit, and that's maybe like an hour, hour and a half drive. And uh, so they were staying at the Lodge of Four Seasons nearby, and we. Uh, we went over there, had some drinks with them on the the rooftop bar over there. And then uh, the next day, Jim came over and was going to play. We were going to play uh, Into the Woods. Um, I kind of read through the rules. I haven't played a lot of GBACW. And I was kind of like, it's a lot. Yeah. And, and so we were going to try to put something together real quick. Like having read through it a few more times since then, I kind of get where they're going with it. Uh, it is one of those games where it's almost like, and this is, this is a sign of a great play aid for a game. If you can read the play aid, and then get a pretty good idea of how the game works just from looking at the play aid. Uh, that's, that's a pretty good design. Oh, for cool. game, Right. So even just kind of looking through all the options for what happened if you're out of command or how shooting effects work, or like, I kind of felt like that really helped me to read the rules in the end. 
I just got Heroes of Normandy out, the D-Day sections, and set it up. And Jim and I basically played the first two scenarios of the D-Day landings uh, for Heroes of Stalingrad. And we had a good time. Yeah, it looked really good on the table. Yeah. And the, yeah. You know, Jim's a good guest. Jim brings a bottle of booze. Even better, he leaves it at your house, which I appreciate. <laughs> nice. Uh, you know, it's, it, it was good. I mean, like in the – so we have – Basically, the way the D-Day campaign works is you have one scenario. The first scenario is combat engineers landing on the beach, and you have an observation uh, fortification up on a cliff that you have to destroy. It's kind of like a point-to-hawk type situation, maybe. And you have grapnel hooks where you can throw them, and then if you throw, if you place a grapnel hook, then your guys are actually allowed to move on the cliff face, and they can start climbing up the cliff face. Um, he had Clint Eastwood's character, Clint. Uh, Clint activates himself. So Clint basically climbed a cliff. I killed all of his flamethrower guys. They all exploded when I shot at them with machine guns. Um, <laughs> and then they, they flip over and become a just ball of flame in that space. So you basically can't move through it anymore. Um, and he's got, you know, they have landing craft. You guys are trying to get off the beaches for um, Clint basically climbed up a cliff, ran, uh, and ultimately attacked a guy that was inside the bunker and then had C4 with him. And basically if, if a unit can get into the bunker, the observation bunker with C4, uh, the allies win the scenario. So that's what happened. Clint Eastwood basically nice. won the entire thing. Nice. <laughs> that's cool. And so then the advantage of that, if the U S player wins that scenario, what that means is for the third scenario, which is the full D day landing, uh, the Germans don't get their artillery card. So the idea is that's because they don't have that uh, artillery gotcha, observation right, tower. Gotcha. So that's your motivation in the first one. Second one um, is more of a destroy the obstacles type mission where, again, they have some combat engineers, but they have guys, a lot of infantry guys from the fourth ID. And they also have uh, they don't have Clint. They have a character called The Rock, who's basically like Sergeant Rock. <laughs> and he's almost impossible. To, to, he's hard to kill. He's got a high defense. But basically, he has a machine gun and he can move and shoot. So... Uh, so it's fun. So, and the idea of that one is you get Bangalore torpedoes those, or Bangalore mines, whatever they're called. And uh, so units can, the, one of the interesting things about the way game works, it does a really good job of using counters and turning them into something that works on the map. So you might get six shovels. Those shovels are the length of the space side. You can spend that shovel and flip it over and then it's a sand berm. With the, uh, with, the, gotcha. with the marker on gotcha. it that says this reduces fire by one. So your guys can burn if they're assigned shovels. They can either <laughs> use the shovels in close combat for an assault to get a bonus. <laughs> or nice. on the beach, they can use them to dig in and pick sand berms. Like they're digging in the sand. That's super cool. The way the, nice. the Bangalore's work is infantry units can put one out and it goes in between a bunch of obstacles. An infantry unit in its next turn, they can put another one on it and push that first one further. Like they're kind of pushing, they're hooking more and more Bangalores up together. But you have to have an engineer unit to actually blow it. Yeah, yeah, nice. So, so the the second scenario, victory objective is they have to kill like I think six. They have to destroy like six or eight uh, barbed wire obstacles. And there's a mixture of uh, you know the asparagus and then the barbed wire obstacles. And if you do those. Then for the again for the final DD landing, the ones that are destroyed are not on the map for when the full landing happens. Oh, um, wow, that's cool. Yeah, nice. so it's kind of a cool. They've, it's like almost like a mini campaign, right? So, and you get a, so you get a bunch of cool shit, bunch of and it, you know, I mean, it is more of a, a U.S. focused scenario. Obviously, it's D Day, um, but I liked it. I thought it was fun. We enjoyed doing it, and so it kind of kind of got me. 
interested in playing. And, and, you know, the way the game works is basically you just have certain characters that are leaders on the map and they give you orders and uh, each of those. So you might have four orders or five orders, those orders, you then place them on units and they're like blocks, almost like hidden orders. And you have one that's a bluff. And then you just go from one, from your first order, one, and then the German player plays his one, then you play your two, and then he plays his two, and you basically either move the guys or you can shoot them. So it's a pretty simple thing. And then there's cards. You have cards you can play, maybe give you an extra action. So. Yeah, I haven't, I don't have any of the heroes at stuff, but, but when I was looking at, I, I love D-Day stuff. So when I was looking at that game, it looked really cool. Yeah, you have to have the heroes to play that one. It is just an add-on. But there's, there's a whole system where you can design your own uh, uh, sets of units. They have recruitment tiles and certain things will only fit into certain slots. So you can pay points. You can basically do a do-it-yourself battle where you basically pay points. You Germans buy this many guys, I buy this many guys, then we see how it all fights out. So um, I've got Carentan, uh, St. Marie Eglise, which has like a, the, even the church steeple. It's got where the, your units can oh, be nice. in the stairs up uh-huh. to the church steeple, or they can climb up into the steeple uh, to try to kill a sniper that might be up there. Uh, I've got Pegasus Bridge. Where units can German units can be asleep and the commandos can try to sneak in and kill them before they wake up. And that Pegasus Bridge is actually like a six scenario campaign, also, where you do the Horsa Bridge, then you slowly move through six scenarios until finally you defend Pegasus Bridge. So uh and I've got Heroes of Stalingrad also, which I haven't played. But so Rex and I have been talking, Rex has a bunch of the stuff, uh, Rex Gator. So we might run some of that stuff in the evening at uh Oh, a nice. con just to nice. give guys a chance to play it. And, you know, it's kind of one of these things where it seems kind of, let's say, yeah, maybe it's not a crunchy, but when you actually play face to face with somebody, there's quite a bit of, of interplay and it, the art is great and the game looks really good. Yeah. Cool. It looks yeah. really good. Yeah. It, it's as close to miniatures, I think, as you can get with a board game. Yeah. Yeah. And the art is, it's basically a World War II movie. You know, you're playing. A bridge too far or whatever it's all those war, war movies they've got the cricket cricket yeah, things for yeah, they've they yeah. got everything you can use so yeah and it's it's the story right like i i'm not a huge solo game guy like i i i just play you know regular stuff both sides but right. but like those dda at games i like those like the dda at omaha beach because it's the same kind of thing right where you're like you have all your guys going up on like a german position and you flip the counter over and it's like a pushover and then you've got this other side of the beach where like you just can't break through right like you need like a flamethrower and and you've got to get a leader over there and all this kind of stuff so yeah i mean you you get that story out of it right that's that's what i like it's it's a french made game and they've made a very campy world war ii game um like you can have oddball with his sherman tank and his tank (laughs) his tank has a special ability called positive waves (laughs) <laughs> where if if you get if you get hit if you get hit by a shot normally you would pick a random uh token which would say it's one through six six is maybe you're destroyed but one through five might be used once you use a track use your you positive waves mean you can pick two and the, the and oddball can pick which one he wants nice. from the two <laughs> so they have stuff like that i mean and lee marvin's in it like all these nice. characters are nice. in the game nice <laughs> so Steiner, you have for the Soviets, you have Steiner in there from Cross of Iron. That's great. So yeah, so that's that's what I've been doing. The other game I've been playing is Third World War. Uh, 
Oh yeah, you yeah. played that with Lawrence. Curious, right? Yeah. yeah so basically, Ralph Lawrence, Sirac, and I have been playing it, and by playing it, I mean we've been doing like the initial startup in Iran, and uh, the idea is it starts in the Persian Gulf, and then the, it, things accelerate. You play cards, and eventually there's a end game situation there that will trigger both allies coming into conflict. And then that starts the main game. So the Persian Gulf might have seven or eight turns of fighting. Uh, before the actual full game, like no one gives a shit about the Persian Gulf once World War Three starts, <laughs> right? Uh, everyone's looking at Central Germany as for the main area, so it it is kind of a weird thing because the the combat and the fighting. And you know, there's cards you play to see which allies. There's tons of factions, uh, Israelis, uh, everybody's there. Um, it's not a great fun game to play for the Persian Gulf fighting. So quickly, I started to be like, yeah, I don't know if I'm that into this. So. Then we said, okay, well, we'll just let Lawrence and C-Rack fight that out. And then maybe once the whole thing starts. But what I've actually noticed about myself is I don't know how into World War III games I am. Yeah. Because for me, it's kind of a nostalgia buy. Like Third World War was a nostalgia buy. But I was 15 and it was 1985. And at the time, Third World War was not that it – was, it was current, right? So now that I'm – in 2022, I don't know if I'm that into playing games that are set yeah. like 37 years ago for a war that never happened. That didn't happen. Right? And yeah. having seen the invasion of Ukraine, I don't know if I'm really convinced <laughs> that I'm at all. Like actually, yeah. What were we afraid of? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, so it is a nostalgia buy for me. But I, so I feel myself like, is it a fantasy game we're playing at this point? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I get it, but it's just kind of lame. Like. For next war is bet different because next war is more it's, like it's thirty years from now, right? And but Mitch runs into the same problems with that game. It's always going to be a headache for him because you know it's like what is he going to do? Keep updating as things go on, or is he just going to leave more there out? Because for me, looking back on these games now, and and Third World War was a grail game for me for so long, but it's because I remembered how cool it was when I was a kid. And shit, I didn't even have the Germany one. You couldn't even get it when I was – I had Southern Front, I think, which is like the Balkans. But I thought it was really neat because that shit could happen like – at that point, it could happen tomorrow. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. And same way with World at War. I bought the lock and load. I bought the whole set with all the stuff. It looks great. And I started playing it and I'm like, okay, a motorized rifle regiment from 1985 <laughs> is fighting a – like a, what, a, a Dutch – like who gives a shit? <laughs> it's like, like – like you know what I mean? It might as well be orcs and yeah. dragons at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, it took me a while to kind of recognize that. And I feel bad because Ralph's going to be like, "Oh yeah, Dave wanted to play this game," and I find out on the podcast that now he's not into it anymore. But I mean, because we had been talking about maybe playing it at the uh, con, but now I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. I picked that one up too, just because I was curious. Like, Looks I, and cool. I think B mode. Yeah, I think B mode was trying to play those at one point, and but yeah, I'm just not. I don't know. I'm the same way where it's like, and I feel like some of that stuff too, it's like you, it's like you said with the Ukraine stuff, right? You find out now it's like, yeah, maybe it's sort of a pushover, but we're like, just to keep the game interesting. Like you don't want to change the combat factors and everything. Right. Well, I mean, definitely the Soviet union in 85 or whatever was strong, much right, stronger. Right. They could have done a much better job, but still it's like, I don't know. I don't know about you, Jason. I just don't feel the, like, and you know, I have NATO, I have Third World War, I have Iron Curtain. Like these were all games that I, well, definitely when I was in the army uh, in 92, I thought were really cool, uh, those types of games. But now I'm more like, 
Yeah. And the, I, I guess the one caveat to that is the Fleet series, because those games hold up. Yeah. And maybe it's because they're more of the time and just kind of the more recent stuff isn't as exciting for whatever reason. Yeah, right. And I don't and expect I, other people well, to feel the same no, way I feel. Like, so I'm like, like, you know, like none of the next war, like me, I don't know. I feel like the fleet stuff, that's the only time it's interesting, right? Like, I don't know. Is, is well, us well, going toe to toe with somebody today? Even then, it's almost like that interesting. It could be like spaceships. <laughs> I mean, you could take, yeah, you could take the yeah. Soviet yeah. fleet and yeah. the U.S. fleet and make them Martians versus uh, Venusians, and you'd be like, "Yeah, this looks like a cool game." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just my my I mean, none of love of watching Hunt for Red October. That's <laughs> <Yeah, it's> what <laughs> carries me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for me, it's it, it it has been kind of a an epiphany I had where I'm like. Why am I buying all these third world war games and then I'm yeah. getting them and I'm like I put them on the table and I'm like yeah I don't know and the, like those world at war games are super fun but you really only need one cuz you don't really need like the campaign arc um but they're fun to play um I if guess. you want something different I don't know I I like them helicopters but if you, it, yeah. helicopters are fun I guess <laughs> I mean, for me personally, yeah, I don't think it is something I'm that into. So, that's so that, so are that, you going to learn it. this lesson? Yes. Or are you going to keep buying through a portal for stuff? I'm not going to. Uh, I, I, I was. It's funny too, but who knows? I don't even know what I've ordered at this point. I, uh, I, I was looking at Enemy Action Karkov uh, on on what is it, Compass Games website? Yeah. And Enemy Action Arden. I've talked about it many times. I've tried to set it up a thousand times, and have always not got it into playing it like yeah. fully set up and yeah. then breaking it down. So I was looking at it. Oh, enemy Karkov, Karkov. when I think Karkov, I think Dave, right? So I'm like, that might be cool. So I was like, yeah, I'll pass on it. I got to notice. I'd already ordered it. I thought I'd actually resisted that one. and must've been drunken pre-ordering fucking, or something. Pass Dave. <laughs> so you were on YouTube watching their updates and just, God damn it, phones. John. Hey, yeah. East Front, you know, that was going to be it. Uh, yeah, so that's that's most of my current stuff. And then just anything else would be, I think, a recap of uh, what I've been doing, you know, with... Uh, the other thing that sucks is, remember, I had this uh, war gamer that I'd been kind of uh, grooming. Grooming, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. hold it, before, before we do that, I, does it play well for players? Like, that's a good group of guys. Is Is it fun to play and you're just less interested yeah because i think you can handle theaters i mean it's got basically four theaters right it's got north front uh central front uh southern front and the persian gulf the problem is uh, some of those theaters might suck yeah but, uh, yeah that makes sense i just i just don't know how's the production quality and everything i think it looks great i think the rules are good i think it looks like a good game it's not a criticism of the game it's it's definitely more of a personal thing with just me. interest yeah that's fair i'm just not into it before like, we get I'm, off uh... i'm not into air games like, I won't yeah, play air games. Yeah. That's not something that's ever been interesting to me. Before we get off Third World War, have you played any of those uh, Thin Red Line games, mm-hmm. Dave? I no. That's how I was with that. Like, I picked up one of those, like, when they first started. I can't remember. It was, like, kind of like Fold a Gap kind of game, you oh, know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I've seen and it. Was same, and it was the same thing where, I like, and, and, like, I bought it, and then they went out of stock, and I was like, oh, I'm so glad I have this. And I was like trying to set it up and it was the same thing and, and I just didn't get pulled into it. And then they, they had more coming out and it's like, do I really need to buy more of these when I just can't play the one I have already? So I yeah, just never, never got choice. into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it's basically these 
theater level games end up being like, okay, I'm going to attack your, your NATO. I'm going to attack your 12, 13, nine movement unit with my 12, 18, right. eight unit. It just, you know, yeah. It starts, yeah. It yeah. Starts just, the systems are all very sim- similar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think third world war looked cool. Uh, I like NATO. Ralph did not like NATO. Um, but again, I, I was having the same issues with it. So who knows? I think, I don't know. It's not for me. That's fair. Yeah. So, uh, do you guys need more drinks? Or are you guys good? Because I'm good. Because I have this. <laughs> got the stuff. I've got a lot of bottles up here, so I can just keep rotating through them. Oh, snappy, snappy, snappy! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we need to push on. Yep. Yeah. So uh, there was a uh, gaming convention that some of us attended. Oh, what? Talk about your grooming story. Oh, my grooming story. Oh, yeah. So, so he ended up buying a house uh, outside of the county. It's, a, it's he's probably about maybe about forty miles further uh, away. Wow. So I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Why? So it kind of bummed me out that he bought it's a like house. Like my down. commute. Yeah. Well, out here, forty miles is forty minutes. You know, that's basically that's, the difference. It's between not ninety me. minutes like it is for me sometimes. Right. Like, like me, I explain to people that I live thirty-five minutes from my work, and it was a three-hour round trip. <laughs> you know, they're like, people just can't believe that. I can't believe I lived through that. That's again the thing. When the pandemic happened, I thought, "Oh my god, I can finally sleep till seven o'clock." Right. Uh-huh. Jesus. I've been waking up at four o'clock for how many years? So he moved away. So we moved away. That sucks. We still keep in touch. We still see each other occasionally, but we bought a house down there. So, uh, yeah. So that kind That's of bummer. a bummer. Yeah. yeah. So it's not going to really, but I do have Jim. Jim isn't too far from me. Yeah. Uh, maybe that'll, yeah. Jim's about I, an hour and a half. I was going to say, maybe it's you and me, Dave, because every time we find a local guy, they, we, it doesn't work out for some reason. <laughs> well, dude, or, or with Hollywood, man, Hollywood right. is like 10 minutes from my That's house. That's so crazy. And then I moved. It's like shit. Oh, yeah. So yeah. All right. So there's there was a con. Uh, I did not get kicked out of the bar this time. I did not get banned from the bar. <laughs> nice. So I broke my two nice. year streak. I've, I've been banned from the bar two years in a row. Uh, I guess in I think in England do they call it being barred? Like when you're barred. <laughs> so, but I did get a fight the first night with the gal and fight. It was an argument with the bartender that had banned me the year before, but she was there drinking. <laughs> so I got a big argument with her the night before. I think it was a Tuesday night. We were there. Do they, do they not remember or she I didn't guess remember me. later. Okay. She didn't remember me until I said, Oh yeah, there was all this. I mean, I got into the reason why I was pissed about the bar last time. Um, basically there was, they were smoking weed in the bar. That's right. what I got. That, right. I got kicked out because I complained about it. Right. To them. So, uh, even though it's illegal. Whatever. You didn't complain about the drug selling. You complained about the drug use. Smoking it in the bar. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's not cool. You can't, shouldn't do it in public. Do it at home. Do it in private. Do it in your car. Don't do it when, the, in the, when there's a bunch of people around. Not everybody wants to breathe in that shit. So that's basically was my point. Uh, she became aware that I was that same person <laughs> from the <laughs> nice. And then we proceeded to get into a similar argument. Love nice. it. Love but, nice. she, but she couldn't bar me. So. Oh, because she wasn't working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. She was a customer. So, Streak uh, broken. 
Also, <laughs> also, why you don't let your employees drink at your your right? Bar. Yeah, it just sounds yeah. like a good idea. But I don't think they really care there. It's a very loose environment. Um, yeah, so it, it was good. There were we actually found a, I thought a bunch of good eating spots. Um, I mean, you have Buffalo Wild Wings. You don't need anything else. We, we right. went there, White Castle. We did go there. There's also a, a great point place called High High Point Restaurant. High Point. Yeah, nearby. Yeah, that's pretty good. And they really play up the high part. Like the kid is walking around picking busting tables, and his shirt says High AF on it. Nice. Like it's clearly <laughs> we're talking about weed. Like it, it's not Got on it. a high elevation, not on a hill. <laughs> I mean, it could be a high point. But the but thank the you fruit, for explaining it. I, I well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean. Jason, there is a town called uh, High Point, North Carolina, and I don't think it's it was based on the fact that they were all high, <laughs> right? It's so, Missouri. There's there's not a high point. That's true. We do have hills. What are you talking about? Those are all hills. How dare <laughs> yeah, compared you? to How Houston, dare you? Missouri, Missouri. That's true. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. It's not a Ozarks is filmed in Georgia, asshole. Ozark is not filmed in, in Missouri. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, there there were some good eating spots I thought, and once I hit that place and it was good, I just kept going there. And Ralph, if you want to hang out with Ralph, it's easy to find him. He eats at Sonic every single time. Oh wow! He the, will be the burger bueno of yeah, uh, Donkey just, Kong. Sonic, Sonic, <laughs> Sonic. I was like, fuck no! I'm I didn't even there. realize there was a Sonic nearby. Oh, uh, I can't do that. Ralph went to one barbecue place there, and I guess they fucked up his order, and he was ordering a salad, and then they fucked up it again fucked it up again and then it was late and so then it'd been like two hours yeah and they fucked it oh were you there for this part i was there that was okay at Texas you, why don't you tell this story because <laughs> so, so like he ralph, would send it back and then they would ralph back. Well, uh, yeah. filed something more significant well, like, than a yelp bad yelp mis- review <laughs> mistakes were made yeah, i think so, so let's go through this story paul so story. i was uh it was me and medicine man and, and jack and ralph and we were at texas roadhouse and i, I think like john uh jack and me had ordered steaks and then ralph got a salad and i i I can't like like everything got fucked up right like like all the orders were late and then ralph's came out and he had like subbed something right like he took something out and then it was there he didn't didn't want eggs in the salad yeah 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 yeah. and so then then that went back and then it they were going to send another one and it took a long time and then things escalated from there but like I, <laughs> okay, that's a terrible story. So basically, what happened is, from what I heard, is, and then I, uh, so so we kind of Ralph went to have words with the, the the staff, right? Like, and and so they because they, they fuck, gave it to him like to go, right? They like basically the at the end, because it was like, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. That's the checks got. It they was fucked like up his salad yeah. twice. They fucked up the checks. Yeah, yeah. They, and they brought like, him the to go one to like different cards, right? Like, like they brought out checks, and I, I'm not sure the checks were all right. Right. And then we gave him cards with the checks, and then I don't think the same card got charged to the oh, checks Jesus that you put it. Like, like every every possible opportunity and this is like, you had to you guys were there like, something up. You guys were there like a long time. A long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and Ralph, despite his prickly persona, is very sweet to start off with. He's very good with like 
Hey, well, you you mess us up. We make it. We make it. It looks like I, like I I grew up in the Midwest. Like like I'm an easygoing guy. Like I never like I I, I, I can tell just by latitude. the way you're telling the story. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a lot of latitude for service, and that was uh I, I, you know four stars I would say okay, like, so, like it's not, not... <laughs> so okay so so Ralph Ralph wanted to talk to a manager eighteen percent tip instead of twenty so so Paul Ralph asked to talk to a manager. Yes, yes, he did. He, and he went to the bar. Well, like, and this is where, no, so, tell the story. you know, I, I was uh, permission yeah. to treat the witness as a hostile witness. That's right. <laughs> I bailed. Like, like I so, so uh, Jack, John, and I kind of were like, whatever. We just left, right? Like, I, I paid and, and settled up, and I was like, fuck it. Like, I, don't, I you know, I, I don't want to get into it. And then Ralph, salads were thrown. <laughs> So basically, oh, wow. Ralph, Ralph did a, a grunk football spike of his salad in the bar area of the restaurant. Love it. In front of the employees. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because his salad was still wrong. It's still wrong. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And this was like, he got it to go at that point because it was like, like I said, we'd all eaten, right? And then they still hadn't brought out. And like, it was a salad, right? Like, unless you're like growing lettuce. Like there's a point at which like yeah. you could have dumped some more stuff in a bowl and brought it out. Like it's, it's or not just that pick hard. out the egg and send it back yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you had to cook something different, right? Right. Like, yeah. Wow. It was crazy. All right. Don't let Paul tell stories. <laughs> Paul, I'm with you. I, I let Dave tell all the stories. <laughs> You I'm were sorry, you Dave. were gonna I'm skip sorry. like the best part where he gronks the salad right in the middle of the party. Well, right Dave, Dave it was a, it was an awkward situation, and you know, like we just don't talk about that. Like that's that's the short fighty way. We just don't yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. it. You're like, oh gee, well, I guess there were some mix-ups, but they were pretty busy. So golly, Ralph oh, seemed boy. upset. He was peeved. <sighs> Lord yeah. have mercy. We, so, we yeah. walked out. So that happened. Bless uh, their hearts. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, yeah, I thought the food was decent. Uh, Chili's is next door. It was not a great place. In fact, it was very undermanned. So there were times yeah. where it was. We tough tried to, to we there. tried to go like twice, and they threw even us worse out. than last year. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't wow. see us. They were like, "Oh, you too many people." Get yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, coming from the lake, like we're handling business, you know. So it's it's ridiculous that St. Louis County is so fucked up that they can't. Yeah, it was crazy. It was bad. Uh, but that's that's the city. What do you want? They're fuck ups. So, so we uh, had a, I had I don't know. I was there for three days, and I probably ate at Buffalo Wild Wings four to five times. I don't know how many. But love it. Jelly. Pete, Pete <laughs> also learned the important lesson of at our age, you can't drink beer, tons of beer, for three days in a row, and expect your <laughs> anus to be reliable. <laughs> so. Uh, Pete, at one point, we we're waiting for Pete for a game, and he's like, "I gotta go upstairs to the bathroom." It's like ten in the morning. We didn't see him again until like eleven twenty. <laughs> Because he just couldn't trust it. Like you just you can't you can't trust strange I need to stay women within four to five steps of this you, toilet. Yeah, you can't trust str- strange women or farts after that many beers. I mean, it's like yeah. So Pete had to just to be sure it was for our own safety that he stayed up in the room until he was absolutely sure. So uh, so yeah, that was that was Pete's experience, and uh, yeah, I thought it was good. So I did. Uh, Death Ride Kursk, that was the big project we were going to try to do. Bought a bunch of the games, uh, spent a lot of time trying to figure out the rules. Uh, it's possible I might may, may be selling some of these games now after having played it. <laughs> uh, it's 
but I'm joking. I, I'm I gotta like, sell them first before you review them, Dave. I, I like I like what the game tries to do as far as uh, Death Right Kursk and like platoon level combat. Some of it's kind of cool. The problem is that uh, is in the execution of the game, where I feel like. I had new maps and even matching up my different game sets, I felt like the maps colors weren't matching each other, which is annoying to me if one map set is right next to the other and even the clear yeah. terrain color is off. I tried they, to pretend... they physically didn't line up, right? Like like I feel like uh, you guys had gaps. Even, even with them. the new maps they didn't line up. And yeah. I tried I tried to say that the changing colors was because there were clouds over one side of the map. It was supposed to work. <laughs> The, but the biggest problem, really, I think, with the game is uh, not with the system. It's with the scenario design. So they'll design some scenarios that are like, hey, seeing ghosts, you could do this. Or you can try to capture this farm or whatever. But a lot of the scenarios are like 9 July, 10 July, 11 July, 1943. It's like 12 July. So it's like there's no effort to try to like be like, is this a fun scenario? No, this is just yeah. what was there on that yeah. day. And so yeah. it gets to where it's like. Like the scenario we were playing had, it was 11 July for uh, uh, Death Ride Curse for the Liebstandard uh, division. And they're all jammed into this small operation area in the corner of the map trying to attack out, which is maybe cool, except when you've got two wargamers that are trying to run each of their half yeah. of the division. So you would be waiting around like... One's, one group of regiments run by Mitch is attacking Kev. Well, I, we've all, that means Toby and I have to wait while they do their stuff. And then once they're done, then Mitch has to move and walk out and I have to come in. Uh, yeah. It was, it was a hassle. Yeah. 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 It, it's, there are some really cool things that the game does. The counters are terrible. Um, <laughs> you have to use a magnifying glass to figure out what some of the stuff on them. We brought magnifying glasses, and motherfuckers, we we have reading glasses also. So now we have reading glasses <laughs> and a magnifying glass trying to read this shit. And enhance, uh, enhance. And in some of the counters, I don't know what's going on with the printer, but I, um, I mean, uh, Chris was nice enough. I bought nice enough. I bought them, but I mean, like he got me. I got the Das Reich group, and I got the en enhancement. Uh, for the logistics, I opened up that box and man, it was vile. It was like, it was like a chemical. I was worried I was going to kill the entire, like, like, wow. you know, the smell, the ink smell from the second you rip the plastic off the counters. My wife was across the room. She's like, what is that smell? Like I tried bringing them downstairs to my game room with the fan to air them out. Nope. Had to do the whole, uh, you know, I do the uh, dryer sheets, like just like I used to do when guys would smoke, you know, but I get games yeah, from smokers, yeah, put the dryer yeah. sheets in the box. It was vile. Even two months later, you could pick up a counter and be like, yo, they were almost like smelling salts, right? So <laughs> so it's bizarre. I don't know what the fuck. I've never smelled that on a counter before. So who knows? Um, so there's some cool shit. Uh, I've got all three of the Kursk sets now. I've got I've got the expansion sets. So the expansion sets let you do stuff like have set up airfields. Um, you can do cap of your airfields. You can assign basically each day you assign out your air missions. Um, there's a there's a uh, maintenance part of the game now where you have recovery units that can go out and try to recover tanks and bring them the tank platoons and bring them back to your first your uh, like your uh, regimental maintenance unit you roll oh they can't handle it it's got to go up to division so then the little guy's got to pull the tanks back up to division so there's some of that shit that's cool 
we didn't do the supply units. It comes with a bunch of supply units. We were like, fuck that. There's already too much in this game. <laughs> but it's a lot. So Sounds I like mean, a lot. Part of it left us wondering, like, and Mitch and I were talking. He's like, do we know how to play this game? Like, he goes, because it seems like I'm using strategies and their, their tactics and they're not working. Like, so the biggest problem was the Soviets are basically all entrenched and they have these lines of defenses. So it seemed like no matter how well the Germans did, it was almost impossible to break through the defenses. Well, guess what? <laughs> the Germans didn't win at Kursk <laughs> because of all the defenses. So it's kind of like you almost begin to wonder, like, was this a great scenario? Like, was this? Yeah, yeah. You know, but was this the one to really do it on? Uh, who knows? There's something there. I like the fact that it's a very flexible system. I like the command rules. I like how you have to have communications between your headquarters. Some of that's cool, but... And you keep coming back to it. Like every time you play it, you complain, but you keep playing it. So there's, some, really, there's something there. I really pushed hard this time. Like I did a lot of work and really tried to mm -hmm. learn it and lay it out and said, I don't know if I would do it again. I feel like I used a lot of brain capacity to play this game. So so that's that was that one. Uh, we did Fields of Glory. Uh, I played it a little bit with Mitch. This is an old Berg game uh, that, that does uh, two battles from the War of Spanish Succession, uh, Malplaquet and uh, Odenard. And so I set it up. It's an old game. It's out of print. It's probably from like the early 2000s. Uh, has a lot of the similar uh, mechanisms that you see in GBACW or even Great Battles of, of Ancient, what is it? Great Battles of History or whatever it is. GBOH. Mm -hmm. There the, you go. Yep. Yeah. So you can see a lot of the mechanisms that are in this earlier game. Um, so we played a little bit. It, it, it took a shitload of time to set up because they don't really, all the little counters uh, trying to identify where they're supposed to go. They're not listed uh, alphabetically at all. They're listed by hex. Well, you have a pile <laughs> of 53 counters. All of them have different regimental names. So it'll say like Champelise. It'll say like hex 1022, <laughs> Champelise, hex 1022, or 1023, uh, French Guard or whatever. So you have to look. And again, this is fucking magnifying glass territory. Yeah. You're trying to look at these guys. Those hex, those, that text is tiny. But the worst part is there's, and they're, they're like half, half inch counters. The worst part is units are only supposed to stack, I guess, based on their nationality. Well, some of them are German, right? But they have different nationalities from where they are in Germany. Well, that's how they stack. So when you're looking at them, you actually have trouble telling who's what. You have to actually look at what the little uniform on the guy is. And if it's, you're like, oh, he's wearing yeah. gray pants and has blue cuffs. Oh, I guess it's this guy. Wow. So I spent like probably four to five hours setting it up. Yeah. And it, turn, and it turns out Malplique is not a great, really fun battle to fight. <laughs> because... The, the French are all dug in and behind like breastworks and the British basically attacked the allies basically attacked at this point. There were very few actual British troops in the allied army anymore. It was all mercenaries and the Dutch. Um, I should have known from the history because this is actually the battle that kind of like made the nations think maybe we should stop fighting this war because they lost so nice. many guys. <laughs> the, the Dutch were basically slaughtered. I mean, before this, the Dutch were like the, basically the backbone of the allied army in the war of Spanish succession. Uh, the casualties the Dutch suffered in this battle, uh, they were never the same again. 
Yeah. And we don't hear a lot about the Dutch <clears throat> military history. No, not anymore. After, after this battle. <laughs> so, so yeah, it, it, it played out that way. I mean, basically it's like, it's, it was very difficult. So we played some turns of it. And then after a while, I was already so burned out from doing the death ride curse game. Yeah. We, we played yeah. that for like two days and gotten through maybe a day in game time. Um, we were kind of burned out. So, uh, then, I can do my, I'll do, I'll talk about War of the Gods. I'll let Paul talk about some of the stuff he did. And then I'll touch on War of the Gods, which I think is a pretty fun game. Nice. Jason, you want to talk about any of the games you played at uh, (laughs) SwoCon? How long do you have? (laughs) Okay, I think we're done. We're good? Yep. Okay. Okay. On the poll. We, mi- How dare we you? miss. We missed you, man. <laughs> How dare we you? Missed you. I know. We definitely missed him. I had real life shit going on. I know you did. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I was playing with Backdoor. We played Second World War. So this is like the, the Europa games kind of remade. Are we um, still inviting Backdoor to our cons? What's up with that? <laughs> Doesn't he have his own con? <laughs> He's just something now. I feel like he doesn't get invited anymore. He and Rich just show up. <laughs> Is it, are they really invited? Or they just come. Oh, no, they're invited, and no one wants to say anything. I feel like no one wants to say anything to them. I would sponsor either of them. I put sugar in in uh, Rich's fuel tank. I didn't think he was supposed to be there. I figured that slowed him down. Good luck getting home. That's right. But once you get there, you're staying there, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so sorry. So we, you're kidding, you're I didn't kidding. want to steal. I don't want to steal your moment to shine here. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to happen. So, so we played uh, Second World War. So this is something that like Clay had played um, a few years ago, or maybe last year. I don't know. Like, like with COVID, who the fuck knows? But, but Clay had played this, um, and I was curious about it because it's like a pretty crunchy World War II game. Um, and I just never, they're, they're super expensive. Like you've got to buy them and like, Oh it's yeah. In, this is and it's game. not the second world war. It's TSWW, which is maybe yeah, the yeah, worst yeah. header for a game ever. <laughs> but, no, I think, I think when you go to their website to buy it, you actually have to whisper a password through a microphone <laughs> to get to the, well, the that's all. And you're like, webinars. all right, like that's expensive. It's online not store. That bad. And then it's like, it's in fucking pounds. Like, are you kidding me? Like, wow. yeah. and the counters are super thin. Yeah. So we, we did the Hakapala, like the, like the Finnish war. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was the Soviets. He was the Finns. And, I was I was like I just wanted to try it right like because I I feel like I like looked at this a few times. And, was it and, yours or his? Uh, it was mine, but okay. we both we both bought it. So okay. I I brought my copy, um, and we we got it set up and like it was it was all right like, but I feel like we were just it it was like so much work, and then it's like you know I feel like like what did I get out of this beyond like OCS or like like some other system that I already know. You know, that's kind of a similar scale where it's like divisions, some regiments, stuff like that, right? So like you, you, you do a combat and it's like you have like like I brought a calculator, right? Because you need like each unit, you have like a multiplier oh, yeah. for the nationality and year, right? Like so like the effectiveness may change over time, right? And then you have the terrain, and that has a modifier based on like whether you're mech or cav or infantry or you know whatever, right? Like, and so it's like, oh, I've got twelve, and those are going to be multiplied times 0.75 times one point. This is making me so angry. Yeah, and it's like so much work, and it's but the like, counters look like they're simple counters. Yeah, 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 and then you you're flipping through, 
And so I, I bought like the, and they also do this weird thing with like editions where it's like, you you'll buy it and then it's like oh like you get the game but then you have to print your own chart so i'd like whatever i was like i paid for the most expensive one but then i got these fucking charts and they were a4 that letter <laughs> and then i was like oh there's 40 charts like i want a binder and it's like yeah i can't put them in fucking like regular sheet protectors so i had to go on amazon and buy these oh, chinese shitty a4 sheet protectors like right before the con is anyway it, and this is from europe is that why it's yeah it's yeah, all... yeah it's all fucking british so like I I had my charts and it's like you're flipping through all these charts and it's like I feel like we could have had a DRM, you know, and like, right. like we would have yeah. gotten the same effect That's out of right. this as we did with like thirty minutes of multiplying on our calculators and yeah, flipping that, through that's charts. The hero, that's the heroes at Normandy argument. You can just roll one die and add yeah. one thing to it, and it might have yeah. been the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the other game right. yeah. And that's, that's kind of like we were like the die kind of fucks up all the modifiers. <laughs> Because I feel like we had this like curve of like it was like the beginning. We we're like, what the fuck? Like, are we going to do here? Like, like why did we decide so, to do this? So, what's what's the dilemma for the Soviet player? What's your challenges? Like, what what are your strengths, weaknesses for your forces? Well, so the the Soviets, it, it, it ended up like I feel like we had a pretty historical result where it's like the Soviets, like I, they have these kind of like political rules or whatever, right? Where it's like you kind of have to, you can't combine stacks to attack. That game has like a huge stacking limit, but the Soviets have like a pretty restricted limit. So it's like you're gonna and you have so, to. Attack so it's hard if to you're bring adjacent. your numbers to bear. It's yeah, to exactly. And like you just got to go for it. Like do your best to try to get as far into Finland as you can, and any attack you can make, as long as you like paper like three to one odds or something. But like of course you'll end up on like the one to five column after like freezing and Finn advantages and stuff. So like. Oh. It was like historical where it's like I think like the first turn he had like a battalion or something and I attacked with like a core and like they I got attacker eliminated, you know, and they're just like all dead, right? Like <laughs> Wow. But then it's like by After like five the, minutes of calculations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then by like the last turn, right, it's like he's like, What the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like the the some of the restrictions get lifted and then it's like at a certain point, like if you surround a guy and you had you know he's he's fucked right like so so i feel like by the end of the game it was like like historical right where it's like you know the the fins have these like big like localized victories but it's mm -hmm. like you're fucked right like and so a, is the idea there's a bunch the, of brown counters that are sort of like oozing forward is the you, idea that the soviets kind of learn from their mistakes as the game goes on like they get yeah better. so they they relax some of the rule like the political rules and, and this game is like not like the main event right like this is sort of i think if you were actually going to play this and you're into the system like this basically affects like you play it, it's kind of like you were talking about with like the third world war right where you do this this battle oh, this is, with so this is the winter war is that what you yeah guys are exactly so it's so like, like and then like you're basically fighting for a mod like modifiers on barbarossa right like right. if the soviets do well it's like they're going to get these benefits in barbarossa if they get like totally fucked by the fins or whatever, right? Like they're going to have some disadvantages, but like, this is kind of a sideshow, right? Like, like for the, the big battle. Did you feel like there was any opportunity for you to use good strategy or generalship to win? Or was it kind of like, I just have to keep pounding away until I can get through. There were a couple. So like, um, you know, we, <laughs> we, we also, there is like, uh, I felt bad for, for, so, so I was the Soviets and Matt, Matt was the Finns. I don't know if I said that, but like, there were like two things on the, the terrain chart that were like similar, but very different. So like, 
he was falling back thinking that this uh he had like kind of like a first line of fortifications and a second line mm-hmm. and then he was in the second line and then i like looked at the terrain chart and i was like i think that's like a border <laughs> like it's like a national border it's not like the, oh. <laughs> the fortification thing and, um and so i i had a couple chances to kind of like bottle up some units and and, and basically what i did was like so did he ask you, hey, can I redeploy my guys? And you're like, fuck no. Yeah. You yeah. took your finger you took yeah, your you finger had your, off You it. had your chance. It's your country, man. <laughs> Figure it out. This is war. No, we, there were some chances where it was like, you know, I kind of was able to push a lot of the Finnish army out of the way between me and Helsinki. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that worked out for me. But yeah, that sounds but, you like, know, a like, like I said, situation. Yeah, but but like I said, right? Like it, it's sort of like at a certain point, like the Finns are, are fucked, right? Like 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 they, you know, the Soviets do stupid stuff at the beginning, but like there's a point where it's like you can't fight them, you know. Then do what? Do they sue for peace? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like we, it wasn't actually not that long of a scenario. It was like ten turns or something, and we played. I think through nine, like I think there was one turn left, and then it was like I had like an open road to Helsinki, and it's like do you know like let's just do something else. Like we do, we really need to play through that last turn, right? good and then what Uh, so we we packed that and and like it i don't know i'll hang on to that game but um i'm I'm not buying anything else from that system i just the count the counters were too much for me yeah and you have these huge uh, i don't know and like tiny and and the the hexes are like tiny i don't know yeah yeah i'm not i'm not sold on it but it was like it was all right i'm glad we tried it like it, it was one of those things where like I was going to play it or I was going to spend like a thousand dollars buying stupid games for the system <laughs> I never play. So like, I'm glad I played it and it got the itch scratched. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Right. So you'd have to go forward with that. That's so great. I think we were, we were kind of on the same schedule as you, where we had like, you know, a day or two where we're like, all right, like, let's pick that up and do something else. So we and played. Why, why did you guys pick that one? The, just because it's, it, it was like not super expensive, right? Like, but it's, it's also like a self-contained kind of, yeah. Matt, Matt likes like, the like there's, and there's some small ones, like like there's like a Singapore one, like there's some really small ones in Crete, but like mm-hmm. this was like decent size, but it's not like Barbarossa where you're buying like 20 counter sheets and 14 maps or whatever. Sure. Okay, cool. So it was it was it was all right, but um, we played Battle for Italy, which is one. It's like an old Avalon Hill game um, by Kevin Zucker, and I was actually I I couldn't make it to most of ASCCon last year, but I was supposed to play a game that was similar that's like sort of the 1812 like napoleon invading russia oh, this, is, this is rex and rocket man yeah exactly so i was supposed to play with them and i couldn't make it so i i didn't get to play but i had this old and i have that game but i also have this like it's really small like this old avalon hill game that was like i bought for like eight bucks or something you know mm-hmm. and i i'd put it in my my suitcase and so we played that um and that was like we played it actually twice kind of the, the next morning because it was one of those things where it's like a roll to activate sort of game. Mm-hmm. And the first round we played, so I was the the French and backdoor was the Austrians. And like, he just never activated. You know what I mean? Like, like he just like, like biffed every roll, right? Like he kept rolling over and it's like, all right, like this is, so we, we reset it up and then he won the second game. So it was, it was all right. That was fun. Little game. Like I, I you know, it's not like, the best thing in the world, but I, I, I got my $8 of enjoyment out of it. Um, so we did that. Um, we tried planes, Indian wars, which is like this sort of like cube game. Um, that's sort of like, like that's what we're talking about. A little big horn. And, and I was just like, I, that, that was one where like we were playing it. It's like, I have no idea 
Like, like I feel like nothing I'm doing is influencing the game. Yeah, what's, what's you know a, what I mean? Like, like I'm just rolling dice. I'm not familiar with it. There's cubes. There's cubes, right? You move them around, they fight each other, you roll dice. And I, I haven't played, I think it's similar kind of like level of complexity to those. Um, What's it called? Plains Indian Wars. It's by GMT. And there's like a, there's a bunch of games. Uh, I can't remember who made them. Like Academy Games, I think, where it's like, there's like a French and Indian War one. There's a War of 1812 one. And, and, and like Backdoor has played those. And he said it's like kind of similar scale. Um, but but I felt like I wasn't doing anything. You know what I mean? Like like I would just sort of like have some cubes and I'd push them into a hex and then we'd roll some dice. You know, and and it was like like I I, I don't feel like any of the decisions I made had any impact <laughs> on the game. Yeah, you know what I mean? It. Like I'm it's like ah it. oh, cool. Like he he would like have this huge stack and he'd roll in and then we'd both roll a die that's like truce and it's like well <laughs> sorry <Yes>. dude <laughs> get the fuck out of here. It's funny. So we oh we, he's we the didn't same designer. You know this reminded me of Bleeding Kansas when I saw it, and it's the same designer. Yeah, uh, so, we had, yeah. Rex oh, and I, Rex, Rex and I had played uh, Lawrence and I had played uh, Bleeding Kansas, and I looked at him like it looks very familiar, but that, yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah, and that was uh, yeah, not 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 for me. So we picked that up, and we we just kind of played. Are there different stuff. actions you can do? Like with each thing, you can you pull a card yeah, and, and it lets you do like, different things. He was he had like sort of two different. Indian factions, and then I had like settlers, and then like cat, you know, like U.S. calf, basically. Um, and yeah, it was like you have guys on the west coast and the east coast, and the guys on the west coast are trying to like build a railroad through the mountains, and until they do that, they can't do anything. And I don't think I ever rolled the result that they needed to build a railroad, so they spent the whole time in San Francisco, and it's like, yeah, this is great. Like I'm having so much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fun. When I saw it, I really I immediately looked at it. And I, thought I, I, I even recognized the little blocks. Yeah, yeah. So it was, you know, not not for me. Um, uh, so we did that. Uh, I'm trying to think. We did we did like a bunch of little stuff basically after we wrapped up our game. We didn't have like anything else big going on. But um, I also um, we were sitting next to the the big like whatever that was war of. Austrian succession or Sp- what Spanish succession, yeah, whatever, red, whatever like, that was, it's like right? Red like, sash games. Yeah, and that was that was fun. I was talking to to Rex Gator about that stuff, and it was it was fun to to watch that and kind of like bullshit around on the other you know monster games going on. Um, so I had a good time, but I felt like like you said, you never got thrown out of the bar. I felt like every other Donkey Kong, I've gotten like you know beyond the pale at some point, and I feel like. This year, I never never got too hammered. So for better for better or worse, right? Wow, probably good for my liver. But <laughs> we don't know that. Don't yeah, I, the thing about the red sash games is, I, it looked cool, um, but it, it kind of yeah. I'm just not into playing those types of games. Like yeah, there's yeah. those guys are really into it, and, and those guys that's what they do. Like they really like. I look over there and I'm like. I don't think that would be the game for me. Like even when we played Empire in Arms, I was like, I don't feel like it should be in this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like Rex, I, I feel like he was like emailing like four or five times a day. Him and the designer of it would like email back and forth, like resolving questions. Well, that's why it's so like, funny. Yeah, with I, I wouldn't have the energy for that. <laughs> that's why it's so funny with Rex. Where Rex will be like, he's into this game, which is like seriously deep, like. Uh, crazy game about like very detailed about I guess I think it's War of Spanish Succession the fleets and they combine it and then he's like oh yeah, yeah no, I have yeah. a ton of heroes of uh, Normandy shit 
I was like, <laughs> these are two completely different systems. Like, there's no comparison between these two. Like, one has cows, and you can buy vampires. <laughs> and, you know, like, there's like, they also have shadows of Normandy, so you can add Cthulhu in to Normandy. I mean, like, these are two completely different types of systems. So, I guess maybe he's flexible. Maybe that's good. Because I look over at that game, and I think it looks like they're having fun, but I'm like, I mean, it was kind of like, did your guy yeah, duel with the yeah. other guy, or was there plague? Or I could not, I could not figure out what they were. Yeah, yeah, it was great to walk over and like bullshit with them, but yes. eh, I don't think I could actually yes. sit down and. They're talking about de- they're talking about deploying frigate rules and who is misunderstanding which rule and how frigates work. I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> so yeah, so for for lighter games, uh, one of the nights we had a, a War of the Gods which is a Glorantha game. Now, Ralph bought this game and shipped it to me, I think because he wants me to drive it to any event we have so we can all play it. Is this a new game or an old game? It's a new game. just came out. It's, it's uh, I guess there was Cthulhu Wars. Oh, yeah. It was a very yeah. popular game uh, made by the same guy. What's his name? Sandy Peterson. Yeah. And so he made uh, War of the Gods, which oh, is nice. a Glorantha game, which – apparently plays very similarly to like style wise, you know, where you can move in oceans or, or land. It doesn't really matter. And uh, you roll dice and you maybe cause retreats or you can kill units off. And uh, it's basically like a handful of dice type game, but it is pretty true to Glorantha. So uh, the, 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 so we had four players and basically it starts off and it, I think it can go up to eight with expansions, but we just did the four. Some of the interesting aspects of this game are, so the the players, the nations we're playing are, I was Orlanth, which is more like uh, barbarians, storms, wind, that kind of thing. Ralph was Yelm, who is the sun god and sky. He's up in the sky. Uh, Pete, Pete Gade was the troll darkness people. And then B-Mode was the chaos group. And so... Uh, the game starts off where, like, you have gods and stuff, and you can have you have uh, starting units, like maybe tier one units, and then you have tier two units, tier three, and then in the end you have gods, like your actual god can be on the map and start running around killing everyone. Um, but uh, Ralph actually starts with his god on the map. Yelm is in uh, hell, and so the key with hell is. Uh, Yelm's trapped in hell. The only way to get out of hell is for a character or some kind of unit that has a higher combat value from you has to be in hell. And then you have to ask that player's permission to leave hell. And when <laughs> the player grants permission, you can leave, but then that character, that unit is trapped in hell. Like another, so, another unit of his or anyone, another player? Anyone. So wow. he can send a unit there. Uh, or, but he doesn't have any units that have combat value more than his god. And the god marker is like the big sunshine. Uh, if you remember from Teletubbies, when the sun would kind of come up <laughs> over the, the baby face, and it's like it's like six inches by six inches. This piece, it's huge. So what Ralph would do, Ralph would take it. So so while we're trying to fight against uh, chaos, basically, you, it's basically us. It would be me and Pete against chaos. But we kind of need Yelm to help us. The problem is Yelm is trapped in the underworld in hell. So Ralph, he's, would, he's still waiting on a salad. So Ralph would peek up that that big head. He'd be like, he'd be like, hey guys, is anybody gonna rescue me? Do you guys need help? So we were really playing up the whole uh, uh, what you call it, the the cartoon where it's like, 
what's the cartoon where you have a Griff Griffith, a uh, big fat guy lives in Quahog. What's the name of it? <laughs> Family guy. <laughs> Family guy. So he would do the imitation of the pedophile guy. We'd be like, are you going to whiskey? I like your muscly arms. They look really, you want an ice cream? So he kept, he would say, so at some point you're like, you don't want to help Yelm, but you have to get Yelm out because otherwise chaos gets too strong. So at some point someone has to go to the underworld and put a unit in there and say, okay, Yelm, God can come out. And then Yelm comes Even out. just to stop the voice. Right. It didn't stop the voice. <laughs> it did not. That was that was a misconception. But but kind of some of the cool things that happens in the game is because it's this fantasy world of Glorantha and it reflects a lot of the, the history of Glorantha. Um like like there's a sky dome, it's above and there's hell is under. So you can like climb the mountains. Like if you go to an area where there's a mountain, you can actually move up the mountain and be on the sky. And so wow. That Ralph had like archer guys, and they could be up on the sky and shoot down onto the map <laughs> at units that were below them. Like it's and like some areas let you go to hell. Like if you go the the easternmost section, I think says leave hell. The westernmost says go to hell. So when you you can go into hell, <laughs> but then again, when Yelm stumbles out of hell, he stumbles out into this one area. There's even an island that if you control it it floats around on the map. You can move it around the map and connect it to other places. So you can then get off. It's almost like a giant uh, cruise liner. So. Yeah. So I, I, I missed. So, so something we, uh, Dave, I feel like we never really commented on was, was Samer made it to, to Donkey Kong. This oh, year. that's right. And yeah. I, I, I missed most of this glory at the game because Samer and I went on a quest to try to get McDonald's at like, 10 30 p.m in missouri <laughs> which ended up being like like more trouble than you would expect why not white castle why wouldn't you guys just go to white castle <laughs> i was i was taking care of Samer. he would he didn't want white castle so we went to like three mcdonald's they were all closed and we finally got burger king yeah it was good but to we see came Samer. back and the glory anthony game was almost over but Samer also bless his heart he he wanted to bring alizé uh-huh. and i think he was on the phone with like three liquor stores and <laughs> <laughs> He was gone for like an hour and a half, and then he he finally he brought back he wanted like the gold bottle, I guess, and he brought back the blue one, and he he had to settle for that. But but he he achieved his goal. I don't know how many liquor stores he went to in an hour and a half, but yeah. So it was good to see Samer. I mean, yeah, it was a good group of guys. I think everybody had fun. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it so, sounds like other than War of the Gods, you guys had a ton of fun with. No, War of the Gods was really good. Was I know. Fun. And then the other uh, the you. other thing I. When I was talking about Samurai, I forgot. I glossed over it. So we, I'd never played Dune, the like six-player Oh, that's right. You game. guys had that one there. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that was like the last night. Um, and I'd always wanted to play that. And that was I, I really enjoyed that. I feel like um, we were a little like people were kind of out of steam, you know, from, from playing and everything. I was Atreides. Oh, um, and so we ended up doing the like pretty... I guess like what I was going to say historical, but like, like the accurate alliances <laughs> where we went to high point and then like Mitch was the Fremen and on the way walking to high point, me and Mitch allied. And then backdoor was the emperor and Samer was Harkonnen and they allied. And then, uh, I mean, Rex... you, you are Paul, right? So yeah. sense. <laughs> and then Rex Gator was the spacing guild. And then Lawrence was the Bene Gesserit. Uh-huh. And I guess they were supposed to ally. 
And then Lawrence just refused to ally with Rex Gator. He's like, fuck you. Like <laughs> It's probably left over from their red stash. <laughs> exactly. I don't need you. Hey. And so um and it was really fun because Samur, like, I don't think had like knew anything about Dune. So there's this whole thing mechanic where it's like in Dune, if you shoot like a laser at a shield, it's like a nuke goes off basically. Mm-hmm. And it's like printed pretty clearly on the card. Like if you do a, a combat with a nuke and a laser, like you're you're fucked. And then Samur had this like huge combat and he individually, like it wasn't like he had a laser and then the other guy had a like a shield. Mm-hmm. Like like Samur brought a laser and a shield himself to like <laughs> the combat and just everybody dies, like if you do that. So it was uh <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So he didn't, like, he didn't read the card. <laughs> no, he did he he read part of it. He didn't make it to the last sentence or whatever. Got it. Um and then it was funny, so um, Mitch and I ended up winning, but the it, the Lawrence, who is the Benny Jesuit, they have this like condition where they at the beginning of the game they pick predict, like who's going to win and what turn. Yep. And he had picked either Mitch or me, and I think like he has to just get one person in the alliance, and he was literally off by a turn. Oh, you know, wow. what I mean, like we won on turn seven or whatever, and now, he, he picked like Mitch on turn six or something. Did he, did and it he, was, tr- did he try to help or stop you guys from winning? Yeah, and he did, and and it was like funny because there was actually I he was like, "What are you doing? Like, stop yeah, it!" Yeah, I can't remember like like the you know, and like like I had of course like shot myself in the foot, right? So like like his assistance wasn't helping that much, but it was funny because there was like some weird result the previous turn where like it's like he almost could have won if right. like he hadn't gotten unlucky with this thing, but. Then on the last turn, um, Rex Gator was like frustrated because he had lost a combat or something, so he blew up the shield wall. So there's like this this sort of uh, space on the map where like if you have uh, an atomic weapon, you can go there and blow it up, and then this sandstorm is going to come through and like kill everybody in the major cities. So so Rex Gator did that, and then the last turn was sort of like a free for all, and then it was really down to like the last combat, I think. I like beat backdoor in the first combat by like one or two. And that let me keep my leader for the second combat or, or my weapon or I, you know, whatever. Right. And then I ended up winning the second one, but it was a really close run thing. And, and we ended up just winning. So it was, it was a lot of fun. I would, I would definitely play that again. It was a good, and I love, I love Dune, but, but it was a, well, yeah, it was the, a lot of fun. The Bene Gesserit thing is kind of interesting. So they're predicting. So, but if they try to push too hard, you're like, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's Thank like, you. Well, I think I'm not going to win this help. turn. I'm going to do everything I can to not win. I'll try to win next turn. I'll, like, uh, I'll, do, this com- I'll do this combat. Yeah. That's next it. turn. I'll, I'll, I'll just stay here. Let's I'm bring good. this laser and shield to this fight and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that should thwart you. That's but it, was, it was fun. And, and like, you know, the, it was interesting. So like, the I was a tradies and like the they have a special rule where did you try to be you can sulky? Like, did you try to be sulky and stare yeah, off? Yeah, I was I was, <laughs> real, I was real moody and, and haunted, you can, glowering. But but it's funny because you can you can write stuff down. Maybe my daughter's you know? having sandworm dreams. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> that's why she's been so bad lately. And so then it was like so you can kind of see you like see all these cards and everything, and then you can write down who gets what, right? So then it's like when Rex did this you know, atomic blowing up the shield wall thing. I knew he was going to do it because I had written that down. And then I like, texted Mitch to like warn him. And then like, he just didn't look at his phone. Right. And he got... <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was good. It was a lot of fun. I had a good time. That's good. No, that's really cool. I think that's, yeah, I think it, I've always heard about the game. I heard it. Is it still in print that one? 
Well, there's uh, they just did a reprint. I, I don't know who done this reprint. We weren't playing like the old one. This was the new version of it. But it was I think there's like two versions. There's like a Dune and Dune Imperium. Right. And this was like a whole bone of contention between Lawrence and I think Rex Gator or somebody else. And I oh. I stayed out of that. But That's we were right. playing Spun Dune, move. which was the the old one reprinted basically. Yeah, I've got a. I forgot to bring Trick Shot, which I should have brought. I don't know why I didn't bring it. I didn't think about it. And then uh. I've got some coming that might be fun. I've got a, I've got Wild West Zombie Side. Don't know why I don't know why I, I kickstarted it, but it's pretty ridiculous. So, I, and I've never owned a Zombie Side game. I don't know why I chose to buy the Wild West one, but it's coming. Someday. They seem to do well on Kickstarter, so I'm sure. I don't even know. Okay. I've never played. It. I have no idea how it works. I was just like, yeah, Wild West. That sounds cool. So we'll see. Nice. I remember the, the, the Glorianta box. I had never seen a box that big. Yeah. And yeah, you pull out this, like, whatever, six-inch minis, and some of them were pretty well endowed. It was a... Uh... Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those minis are huge. Yeah. Crazy. And, and Orlanth is like, it, he looks like, what's that guy, Jason Momoa? So, nice. he's, so we'd be always like, dude, hey, dude, bro. I'm going like, Orlanth was always like a total dude, bro, running around. <laughs> he's like i'm teleporting to hell to save you yo but then i gotta get out of here i got some hot chicks back home so he would like teleport back out yeah so if you have guys who are into it plus i mean the whole premise for uh, like i could talk glorantha i'm sure people are like oh man i i tune in this podcast to hear some glorantha lore <laughs> but, but but just so that, that if we understand why Yelm's in hell, basically Orlanth uh, challenges Yelm to a bunch of challenges and in the end kind of tricks Yelm and ends up killing him, sending him to the underworld. The problem is Yelm is so bright down there, shining, all the creatures in the underworld come out and then run up to the surface world and start like causing all sorts of trouble, killing people. So after a while, Orlanth is like, maybe it wasn't a great idea to do that. So he and his six friends go down they're called the Lightbringers. they actually have to do a uh, basically a hero quest to go down to the underworld and save yelm and rescue him and bring him back out and put him in the, up in the sky so that's where the game starts we're basically dude bro or lanth yeah so it's good so yeah, uh, Sam, Samer was there. Jack was there. So there were some some people I hadn't seen in a while. It was it was a good time. I had a, had a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it was really good. It was a good crowd. So uh, next year we'll have Jason there. So yes, sir. But we got AC Con coming up, so we have that to focus on too. And I'm gonna, right, I'll, I'm gonna actually be missing my brother's wedding to go to AC Con. That's dedication. I, know, I appreciate not, that. My mom found out uh, about two weeks ago. It was not pretty. <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, she's here's her, her angle is he's going to be so disappointed. I'm like, I've seen my brother like two times in the last 18 years. <laughs> wow. So I don't think that he's been like on pins yeah. and needles, whether I like, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? I think my mom's more upset that I'm not going. Yeah. Anymore. Family seems to think that family matters. And to me, it's, it's like, ugh. it does not. <laughs> it does not. I'll be honest. It was an accident that I was born to you people. Right. My, my dad always used to say, blood is not an excuse for bad behavior. That's right. <laughs> exactly right. 
Yeah. Yeah. So Paul would go because Paul's an obedient son. I am. He would am. never defy his mother like I'm defying my mother. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he was also raised in a nice, loving home. Oh, the bond. It comes back around now. <laughs> my, my, my mom's basically the lady who does my taxes. Oh, yeah. And when I was in college, she called me up to tell me she was going into AA. That was great. When I was trying to adjust to a new undergraduate life. So, so yeah. Um, I guess what kind of games are we looking forward to? We want to talk. How are we looking at for time here? Let's see, two and a half. Yeah. So, uh, future games? Any games you guys are looking forward to? Uh, yeah, I think so. Go ahead, Paul. I was going to say the. I mean the the Vietnam campaign game. So I feel like you know whatever. We're it's theoretical at this point, but. I, I feel like once we oh, finish the scenario, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm in. I've, I, I'm super excited to get in because like there's just a ton of stuff that's different in the campaign and all the U.S. commitment and morale and and all that stuff. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that's the big game, right? But, I mean, you get people though who complain that oh, it's not going to be, it's not winnable, right? So it's kind of like, like it's hard to tell if that's their experience or that's actually how it how it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, but does it matter? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that it matters. I don't think that war was winnable, so it, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, and that's and I, and and like what you want to get is that feeling as the U.S. player where you're like, oh, it is winnable, right? Like, and then you're like, like I, I just got to bring a little more air and oh, a couple oh, more. Oh, more right. then it'll be, just, you know what I mean? Just, and it's like just a oh, few fuck. hundred thousand troops, <laughs> or just 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 find a buddy who sucks at the game and play him. <laughs> like, if you feel like it's, it, I guess it really depends on who you're playing, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> It's not like everyone plays the same. I'm looking forward to the big Axis Empires game coming out. They're going to do the final version of that. I am a little nervous because they're talking about doing more of a individual ships thing, which I hope is optional yeah. because yeah. I really like the elegance of the way the system works now. And I'm just not sure. I think that might be a a you know a meddling with the the you know what I mean. Do you know what I'm saying, Paul? Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Because it, you can do it, right? Like, like I don't know how far we got when we did it at AACCon a couple of years ago, right? But we got pretty far into yeah. that game, yep. you know, and like, and that's nice, right? Like, like in a few days, you can get to like whatever we were in forty three or forty four, you know what I mean? Like, and it's the and only then pretty soon you're in the like, oh, like I made it a month. It's, it, it's, it, well, it's the only one that's crunchy where I feel like like you get some level of detail and, and control, but like you're not. Um, Pacific and and the and uh, European theaters work well with the same system. Yeah, and I think it's 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 the same as like TSWW, where it's like everybody wants like a enterprise counter, right? Right. But like at the end of the day, like like when I was doing Dicenso, it's like um, Ross and I would roll a die, and it's like. Would the result really have that been that much different if we had like cruisers and right. aircraft? You know what I mean? Or like or a world like, of oh, war. It's like, oh, the Japanese lost, and they're it's not like going to be able to contest with their this naval area system. for yeah. Exactly. You're fighting battles of air strikes and waves and with ranges on sh- and the naval games. Like basically, it could be its own game in the world yeah, of war. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's like, what's the effect, right? Like he can't contest me landing in this theater for a year, right? Like that's that's the effect. Yeah. Right, just, like, do you seen, really need to use four hundred dice rolls to get there? I've just seen very few systems that can take the Pacific Theater and the European Theater have the same game system with no changes, no adjustments, and it works for both of them. 
um, it's very rare. Usually they'll have to make some modifications or say there's a scale difference over here in the, the this theater. It's able to just completely knock it out. And I'd never seen something like that. So I'm hoping they don't fuck it up because that's pretty much my go-to strategic World War II game. Yeah, uh, I love and it, and it, and like what's great about that game is you get a little of everything, right? Where it's like you get to you get ground units, you get some naval stuff, you get some of the like what if, where it's like, you know, what if I, you know, whatever didn't do the purges, right? Like, and I right built or some diff- mech units and or, or different strategic right? developments, right? You can yeah. do different strategic strategies, yeah. As far as like industry or yeah, the uh, then Waterloo's coming out from Clash of Arms for Labatai, Mont nice. Saint Jean. Uh, I'm buying it. Why? I don't know. Um, You'll play it though. I'm, well, I'm waiting on Glory and Empire to see how that's going to be. That's the one that Terry Doherty's doing. Uh, and he, and he was, yeah, he was the regs guy. So he, which like I won't play Monsoon Gene with the game, the rules in the box. I'm, I'll play right. them with the regs, right? So, so is that so, like is that on pre-order now? It's it's coming out soon. Okay. Okay. So it's one of those where you need – you could probably pre-order it, but it's one of those where you need to get credit card information in and they're getting ready to, to pump it out. Yeah, because I'm, I'm curious about that too because it's the same thing. Like I, I – you know, I don't – I you just – I played regs with you and I was like, I'm good. Like I, don't, I, I never waded into the whole like rules debate, but that's no. that's the way I play it and I I like doing that. And yeah. If he says it's a better version, I'm I'm curious to try it. Yeah, yeah, I haven't. I I've looked into it a little bit. I've just been too busy to follow all the development. At some point, at some point, they were like, "Oh, maybe you should be the developer for the game." And I was like, "No, that's never happening. <laughs> like, I've never done that. Like, why would I ever do that?" And you know, and I won't deal with Napoleonic Wargamers. They are the worst <laughs> out of all of them. Like, you know, ASL. I was talking to somebody, and ASL uh, gamers have a rep. Like, oh, they're ASL gamers are actually some of the best gamers. They're friendly very helpful and you would think oh with asl you know they would be like super detail oriented and anal and that's not how it is at all asl war gamers are actually very good guys to game with the worst fucking human beings are napoleonic <laughs> war gamers by far and same for miniatures they are like terrible people i mean how much new shit can come out about how napoleonic battles were fought i mean they were fought it's like we're talking fucking like almost was it 200 <laughs> years ago? Like no one has been doing any. There's any no new earth shattering translated. Yeah. And- <laughs> right, right. There's, there's no tablets that have been found buried, uh, you know, in La Hay Saint that fucking say how, you know, just, it's like, it never happened. So, uh, but they are the worst as far as arguing over shit. Like it just, yeah. it's, it's in the yeah. proof is how much the Labatai rules have changed. Like you wouldn't, it's ridiculous that they've changed so many times, been modified so many times. So, but I'm waiting on that. Uh, but yeah, we'll see glory and empire. Hopefully it comes out. It look, it looks like that's going to be more Spanish battles. I think battles in Spain, which is not really my jam, but whatever, I'll buy it. Yeah. I have some of the, uh, the old, I I guess like Marshall enterprises, Mm -hmm. like Talavera and stuff. And like, like that's not something I'm super interested in, but the nice thing is like, you can, I can solo those and it's not crazy. You know what I mean? Like, and you get some of that stuff, like you have the Polish Lancers come out and you know what I mean? Like there's, there's some of that stuff that happens in some color. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I I do kind of like some of the smaller stuff because like, like, you know, Borodino or like those ones where it's like, I'm never, you know, it's, it's cool to, set it all up but like i would never solo that you know 
Oh, yeah, like Moskawa. Yeah. Now, when you play it all, it's fun. Uh, we we did play it, and even though we played it with a gigantic douchebag at uh, Consum World, I, th- I still think it was a fun experience. <laughs> so I forgot about that guy. Yeah, the one where Rick screamed at him. Yeah. Like, That's it, I'm done. <laughs> the guy was walking around with my counters in his hand. I'm like, where is he going? Yeah. He just he just took a whole heavy battery. Why is he walking around with them? Where is he going to put those? They're not be going to the bathroom. So, yeah. Um, Moscow is still great. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so those are the ones I'm looking forward to, I think. I haven't really checked my list. What about you, Jason? You got anything coming in that you're excited about? Uh, yeah, a couple. And they're probably both a little ways out. Um, Legion is doing... Um, oh, they're always uh, interesting. Yeah, they. I, I have a couple from them, but um, the Attleboro game, uh, Hot Dry Season, that I think is kind of based off of Silver Bayonet, um, that kind of operational system. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then GMT has Border Reavers coming out, the Ed Beach mm-hmm. game, and it looks kind of Euro-y. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure kind of where, where it lands, but that kind of that's where my family's from. So I'm kind of interested in, in kind of that, that little, those little skirmishes and conflicts and stuff between yeah. Scotland and England. Yeah. I'm looking at their stuff now for Legion. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of stuff. Yeah. The, they have, um, uh, ACW game coming out soon. It's John Paninski. And so, you know, he's the guy who did planes, planes, is this fire, is, fire on the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. So they had like he's done Fire in the Lake, or not Fire in the Lake, Jesus Christ, Hearts and Minds. Um, he did King Philip's War, both of which I really, really like. And then to see kind of a dud in Plain, Plains Indians Indian Wars is interesting. Did you like Bleeding Kansas, Dave? I've heard mixed things. Uh, I think. Lawrence and I liked it because he's from Kansas and I'm from Missouri. <laughs> oh, sure. We, we liked it just because, I mean, it was interesting yeah. to us personally, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I've heard like, really good things about it. I thought it was okay. Yeah. I mean, we, we played it once. Uh, we played it almost to the end. I don't even know if we got uh, through it all the way, but uh, it was good. I thought it was okay. I, I, I wouldn't sell it. Let me put it that way. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. Prairie of Flame. Look at all this stuff here. Yeah. Oh, they got some good stuff in here. Uh, yeah, I like me? what they do. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I have too much else to talk about. Really, did Paul talk about his? I was tired to step away. Yeah, Paul, do you nah. did talk? What yeah, did you I don't have a ton of stuff. I, I I haven't gotten the um the Manila ASL stuff. Um, I have that pre-ordered. I had like I went big on the the big GMT order that came in for everybody, and and I feel like I don't have a ton of stuff queued up behind that i still haven't played like pacific war is one that like i i had the old vg game and and trip and i had talked about playing that for a while and i we just never got around to it and it's now the reprint and and i'd like to get to that at some point but and and i also got the the army group center i think is the one they they reprinted and i haven't played any of the barbarossa mm-hmm. that whole series so so i have some stuff in there that i haven't gotten to yet and i feel like I kind of blew my wad early this year, and I don't have a ton of stuff <laughs> Fair. pre-ordered at this point. Yeah, that's true. Good call. Yeah, I don't know. That's it for me, I think. I think that's all I have. Sorry, folks. No, that's good. That's good. That's I, I think that's kind of where we've been landing. And All this moderation. 
That's right. Yeah. We, we, Dave talked, joked in the beginning, like, we don't record when we don't have something to talk about. Right. We, <laughs> I'm playing games that I've played before. I'm playing all of Men of Iron. I can talk about Men of Iron every month, but that I love Men of Iron again, still. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll talk when we have stuff. Right, yeah, I, uh, I picked that up in the, the tri pack on Amazon or somewhere. I found a copy, but, um, Lair and I are, are trying to get a game together during the day sometime in the next few weeks. So nice. hopefully that works out. Yeah. It's such well, a good, good other system. Other than that, I'm just running RuneQuest. That's it. Yeah, you bailed on our Merp game. <laughs> Did I bail on it? Did I get an invite to that one? No, oh, no. The, your, oh, no. your game. No, I still have to run that. That's okay. still that's still going to happen. Yeah. I promise. And I said I'd run Sworn Gunslingers again when I was at Swolcon. Nice. So then Duck got all excited. And I immediately <laughs> had regret late the next morning. I woke up, I hung over, I'm like, oh my God, right. I, I said I was going to run the Sworn of Gunslingers campaign. all the things campaign. I regret from last night. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a couple of those. I think I have to retire from retirement, and then I'll have the time I need to do all that stuff. <laughs> retirement does seem to be taking a lot of time. I was talking to a buddy of mine, and uh, well, it was like, uh, I hated. I didn't like winter, but now that winter's over, I'm like, now I got to mow the fucking lawn every week. I'm like, Jesus! Now I'm missing winter. Stuff. Yeah, I had a uh, when I we have a pool at our house, and and like when we bought this house, I was like, I'm gonna mow my own yard. I'm gonna take care of the pool. And this year, like okay. like summer come around, and like I was like looking to buy more chlorine. And I was like getting more oil for the mower, and I was like, "Fuck it!" Like I don't know. <laughs> in the in the end, I think I, I have an electric I have an electric mower, so I just do that. Yeah, so that's yeah. easy. But uh, dude, when it came to like spraying the lawn and stuff, like all this, like having the little thing you do, you have to push around on your lawn, and it's, yeah, yeah, fuck that. I, I got somebody. I get pay them forty five bucks. They do. I know they're doing a better job than me because they'll leave the little thing on. It's called like turf mark. They'll leave a little thing on my uh, doorknob and I read what they put on it. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and so, I don't want to. So clearly I was not qualified <laughs> to do this job. <laughs> I don't know what they treated my lawn with. Yeah, and I feel like like the last two years with the pool, it's like I was out there like every day or every other day, like monkeying around with something. Oh. And this guy comes once a week and it's like way better. And it's yeah. like, obviously, I was doing something wrong. Like, right. I spent 40 times the effort he did, and, and I got a worse result out of it. Yeah, I mean, some people, they know how to do their jobs. Yeah, that's right. Let's, it's let's a, a post-industrial society. We can, all, we can all specialize. That's right. Jason, you got anything? I'm good. I'm all done. I'm tapped out. Spent. I'm just doing, running a lot of RuneQuest. That's all I'm doing. Nice. I'm well, I, but, I, I hope for your guys' sake we drove some people away with this. I think so. We tried. We did our best. We did our best. Deep, deep Gloriantha cuts and a, and a shitty quiz performance. Hopefully. That's right. Love it. That's right. That's what I'm here for. All right, boys. Butterscotch dreams, Dave. Yeah, that's right. I'm all finished. I drank the whole thing. <laughs> I'm not sure how alcoholic it was. It, it, no, it, I'll, not, I'll, not I'll, very. Let, I'll let the listeners be the judge. Not very. <laughs> right, guys, just, uh, I have the I have this gin. I have the empty bush, and I have the schnapps. But I seem to remember to clear all this shit out before I have my first That's video right. meeting on Monday. Oh, right, people true. are gonna. <laughs> That's true. It looks a little desperate. <laughs> Rolling in hot Monday morning. Mommy, mommy needs her helper. Need her helper. <laughs> I guess. All right, guess.
Bye. See ya. Have a good one. Good night. Visit us at http colon slash slash boardgamegeek.com slash build slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com.